Now we're getting ready to try some Joey's hot sauce. This is Priscilla the Creeper. Priscilla the Creeper. This is a three state. My name is Zach. Let's try and burn our stomachs. I'm Michael Asseter of Murder the Media. Marshall. Hey, I'm Marshall. Graham. All right, guys, let's try this stuff out. All right. So this one should have bought off the camera too early. Perfect. We got the Joey's right here. So this is a 50-50. It's four out of five peppers. Let's see how much this one burns. Four out of five peppers this one is. Oh my goodness. It will not cool my finger. Oh. That may be all you need. Alright. Four out of five peppers. I'm Actually, damn, that's good. That is really good. Oh, that's delicious. That's not Why Wow. Shake it harder. Like you're getting you something. That is really good, actually. You get the heat build up in the back end. Yeah, I see what they call it. The creeper. Yep, there's the creeper. Yep, sufferin. Uh, no. Yet, but uh, I can see the heat. No, that's delicious. Delicious flavor. <laughs> yeah, we having difficulties can here. Can you shake it through? I gotta give it the uh, old Heinz 57. There we go. Oh, there we, there we go. go. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. That's funny. It's damn good tasting. It's delicious. But it's got the creeper. Just creeper on you. Yeah. All right, now we're going to try You're not suffering. Now we got, this is going to be the three out of five peppers. So let's try this one. Yeah, but it's got the creeper. It comes up a little bit. It's really good tasting. All right, this one's a thin one for sure. That one's got more peppers in it. More vinegary. Yeah, more vinegary. I'm really guy over here going this Okay. Well, that's nice. That's nice. Tanginess. Yeah. I like Good that. flavor. I'm not a big hot sauce guy. I'm not either because it kills me, but I, I this really is actually... They're both delicious, yeah, but I, I love the first. I love the first. Really the first one has the has the uh, the most like the more more flavor. The more flavor, yeah. completely. Yeah, yeah, Joey's love, hot sauce. It's the best hot sauce I've ever had in my life. Eat Joey's hot sauce and watch the Anthony Rogers show. I still, I still like it, but if I was going to use one, use whoa, down he goes. Hey. hey. Republican Anthony Rogers has no previous political experience. Rogers, a comedian, is well known for a podcast called The Anthony Rogers Show. Hey man, this is Tommy Chong, and right now you're listening to The Anthony Rogers Show. Hey all you cool cats and kittens, it's Carol Baskin, and you are listening to The Anthony Rogers Show. Hey y'all, this is Kevin from Candlebox, you are listening to the funny man Anthony Rogers. Hey, my name is Alex Sulkin, writer of Ted and Family Guy, and you're listening to The Anthony Rogers Show. Lucky you. Welcome back to the single greatest show in the entire universe um, uh, with your host, Anthony Rogers, and your host, Sean Danison. How are you doing, brother? Good, man. How are you? 
Good, man. Uh, we have a crazy lineup today. Uh, if you guys saw the lobby right now, you'd be uh, thinking this is a circus tonight. We got uh, we got some crazy guests. We got uh, Representative Hicks uh, of Missouri State Rep. He'll be on in a second. We got Michaela Taylor, radio personality. We got uh, Mike and Carl from uh, IBM, important business meeting on Murder Media. This is going to be a nuts show. We already have hella comments, it looks like. <laughs> like it's, we're going to start this up, and uh, I'll introduce everybody slowly so it's everybody gets there. Uh, I'll do an order of... Uh, how I feel. Uh, Carl from uh, IBM and Murder the Media. How you doing, brother? Hello. How's it going? Mike Laster from uh, Murder the Media and uh, IBM as well. And then we got... Hey, good to see you. Thanks for having me on. No problem. We got Representative Hicks out of Missouri. How you doing, brother? How you doing? Good, man. Congratulations on your win, by the way. Thank you. No problem. And then we got Michaela Taylor out of Texas Radio Personality. So we got a, we got a, we got a full house tonight. How are you all doing? Doing incredible. <laughs> I'm actually on the I'm actually on the space no. coast in Florida, but Texas is close enough. Well you're out of Texas, right? Yeah, Texas? yeah. Okay. Well, I feel like uh, Mike Carl and uh, and Hicks all look professional and the rest of us look like idiots. <laughs> <laughs> I should have worn the suit. If I knew everybody else would wear the suit with me. Yeah, you didn't like, you didn't know you didn't get the cue there. <laughs> yeah. I didn't get the meeting that everyone's supposed to dress professional. It's a nice white shirt. Yeah, thank you. That is the coolest shirt I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> so what's it like? Uh, this is your what? Uh, your second? We're going into your second month as a representative? Uh, yeah, we're in the second month now. It's uh, it's, a, it's a circus up here. We'll say that. That's that's for sure. There's a lot of a lot of crazy stuff that we've been working on up here. A lot of committee hearings. Uh, we've been dealing a lot with um, the whole transgender issue that's uh, going on lately, and then trying to deal with um, the crime issues that are in St. Louis City as well. So it's uh, it's been a lot. I'll say that so far, but uh, all all good things. <laughs> yeah, congratulations! As uh, somebody that ran for office, what's it like winning? <laughs> it's surreal. I guess that's the best way to put it. It's surreal. It's it's one of those things where it's like it feels like imposter syndrome is the best way to put it. Like you're like, are you supposed to be there? Like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm supposed to be there and doing it and everything. But it's uh it's rewarding though, I will say that it's uh something like it's it's cool to see your dreams of what you set out to do actually come to fruition and to be able to actually capitalize on it and continue to do the work that for the people that actually put you here. So it's, it's definitely a position that uh, I don't take lightly. And uh, I'm really just going being able to uh, actually get good things done up here. That's awesome. And, uh, Sean and I were talking earlier about how uh, Missouri is the best state that ever existed. And, and is, uh, we're, we're proud to have you representing it. Uh, you are not wrong. We'll say that. <laughs> my favorite state. Also God's favorite state I heard. Yeah. <laughs> actually, he, he was, he was, I, I was, I was, I was listening. <laughs> Missouri's cool. So, uh, Have you Mike, held any uh, political offices before? Or was this your first, uh, your first road? First, uh, first for um, you know, it's unfortunate, I guess some people would say I'm, I was an, I'm an attorney as well. Um, 
I was over at the general's office before I came over here to the house. So uh, I kind of have a little bit of background and understanding what's going on around here and different things like that. So I'm not I'm new to the scene, but I'm not new to the scene, if that makes sense as well. Uh, with right. it. But yeah, no, it's the first political office. So it's, uh, I guess, like, great so far, honestly, like, meet some interesting characters up here. Uh, everybody's knocking down your door for something, every, you know, every single day here. So it's, uh, it's always an eventful time. I think there's some hearings going on downstairs right now that are still going on. So and they started at like 430. <laughs> That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Yeah, I was laughing with the spam comment. Oh, wait, 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 what'd you say? What area? I don't know the districts. Uh, I'm, I'm out in Lake St. Louis area. So uh, St. Charles County, uh, we'll say God's country out that way. You know? God's country. <laughs> cool. Thought, yeah, Coral and I, I are Jefferson here City. in St. Louis County. Uh, I don't know if that's Jefferson City. I might be going a little too far west at that point. <laughs> I think I think St. Charles is where it's at. Yeah, I like St. Charles. St. Charles is good. Good. Good place. Yeah, we're on the wrong side of the river here in St. Uh, Louis. You know, there's, yeah. There's, there's, there's <laughs> always are, room yeah. over here. I'll say that there's always room on the other side. So feel free to come on out. <laughs> they don't like my stand-up routine on the other. Oh no, they didn't. <laughs> they didn't. <laughs> they didn't like your stand-up routine. You were. You, you uh, make a couple light-hearted. So uh, we we have some questions already. Like uh, one of them is, "What's up, Sean?" Like yeah, <laughs> first first question. Not much. Not much is the answer. <laughs> what that? <laughs> Dude, I love how there's like just spam on here too. Like there's no spam filter on this at all. It's just like someone's like trying to sell me followers on this. Yeah, what is that shit, dude? So like, I don't know. It's on uh, Twitch. I think it's a Twitch comment. Are they cheap? Buy them? Well, I should. I guess I only have 267 viewers right now, so I probably should buy them. Anybody watching has any comments for a rock star guys, the podcast, uh, uh, the state rep, uh, comedians? What I mean, we got a lot of we got a lot of people here, so it's like, uh, if you have any questions in there, we'll obviously answer them. You're on the screen anyway, even if I completely ignore you, you're on the screen. So you're in the game, being seen by the masses. Yeah, and actually, uh, uh, at Hicks's district, uh, the uh, Justin Hill was the state rep before you, and he was he was the first elected official we had on the show. Like, like yeah, we had we, I think we had a couple cents, but I think he was the first we ever had on 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 the podcast. Oh wow, I didn't uh, I didn't know that. Now he's uh now he's living uh, living the life in uh, sunny Florida over there. So <laughs> they sold us out, didn't they? That's all where all Missourians go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where else? Where else are you gonna go from Missouri other than yeah. Florida? You know, yeah, it's yeah, only it's down from here, you know. <laughs> <laughs> is moving to Florida. You I heard Indiana is pretty nice. You heard wrong. I, I, I don't know. I think I'd have to disagree with that. There, I don't know. You would have, you would be mistaken. One of my it's called sarcasm. I've spent, I've spent plenty of time there and. Uh, I was, it was actually just Anthony and I having a state, a state battle. 
battle earlier where I was telling that Indiana a couple years ago. He was trying to you, tell me that guys, Arkansas is a real state. I like Arkansas. You you would. I would. <laughs> it, is, it is. I got a lot of friends funny. there. It's, it's funny because we're battling about Arkansas and Missouri, and they're essentially not a lot, a lot of. It's not like it's, it's not like you know California and Missouri. We're, we're, you're, you're trying to tell, tell you're trying to tell me Arkansas sucks, and you're living in Missouri. The best state, the best state in the union. Yeah, that's his slogan. Arkansas his slogan for two hundred years. It's what. Arkansas is just southern Missouri. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty, pretty much. much. It's, it's like how Canada is America's of... hat. Yeah, uh, Arkansas is like Missouri's pants. Just a... <laughs> that is an interesting analogy. Just <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounded true, and he said it confidently, so I believe it. I don't hey, know. Hey, you know, that's why you're saying. And I'm wearing confident. the suit, you know. It, it projects yeah. it forward. Illinois is there on our east side. Yeah. We'll pretend Arkansas. Yeah, is I, 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 I consider Illinois a communist country, so I don't. I don't know about that. <laughs> Definitely. I said they're the Dude, I'm cancerous tumor. I'm with. I'm with you on yeah. that. Yeah. There's a reason people are fleeing it on mass, uh, and. I, I don't get the people. I mean, I get the people who have like lived there for generations and everything, and you know, don't want to leave home. But I, I can't. I just can't imagine being living in a uh, in a red county in a blue state. You know, I, it just seems kind of masochistic. Well, you know, yeah, that's, that's the thing about uh, Illinois. Is expensive that to move. Southern, <laughs> Southern Illinois is is very like is very much like Kentucky. It's a uh, it has. Very little to do with Chicago, yet they're just by the rules of Chicago, and it's just oh, insane. I, uh, I would get the fuck out of there. I'm yeah. so glad that St. Louis is as small as it is. Uh, uh, St. Louis in, in Kansas City not being able to dominate Missouri politics. Uh, yep. Things could be very different here. Yeah, that's that, that true. What are some of the things that you, you're kind of interested in, like uh, Hicks? Like, what, are, what are some of the things like you're kind of like interested in doing? So, so, so some of the bills that I'm working on personally, um, I'm working on revamping the uh, sex offender statute here in the state of Missouri, uh, ensuring that we are essentially doing it correctly uh, to not get into, you know, high level, I guess, of it and everything like that's the best way I'll try to keep it is uh, we, we, we have certain crimes that are in certain categories of the sex offender list that are crimes against children that should be uh, lifetime registration requirements. Uh, so your child molestations, different things like that. So uh, I'm working on moving those crimes down to lifetime registration requirements, as well as um, ensuring that we're capturing other vulnerable groups, such as people that are disabled or have mental capacities of children because of their disabilities. So making sure we're protecting vulnerable populations like that. Uh, some of the other things I'm working on is uh, working on the uh, expungement statute here in the state as well, trying to 
make it more automated kind of bring missouri to the uh 21st century here and uh not keep us so mundane and how we go about uh expunging certain records uh that people have as well so those are those are some of my main bills obviously there's a few other background pieces as i've talked about that are going on here at the legislature that are more of the I guess to put it like social issue bill bills or whatever you want to however you want to label them and so like that so uh like for, uh, for instance when we had the hearing stuff on the transgender stuff uh was it two weeks ago we were here till like close to 2 a.m in the morning and everybody and their mother got to testify so you you had people that i don't all walks of life as far as like people that have transitioned from boys to girls, girls to boys, trying to talk to us and tell us how essentially we shouldn't be enacting certain laws to protect children from, um, from uh, the harms of doing things like uh, transition surgery or puberty blockers, things like that. Um, and also doing different things uh, as far as there's a, there was a bill that we heard that same night that dealt with uh drag queens, which is very interesting, which we had drag queens actually show up here to testify and they were doing like, uh, like catwalks down the, uh, the aisle thing. It was, it was a clown show. <laughs> like that. So. That's crazy. Well, so what was the, what was the issue with that? What was the, what was the, uh, so that one there is dealing with, um, best way to relate it is um you know how you have to be of a certain age to go to strip clubs different things like that uh the bill is yeah. essentially saying that hey drag shows are similar enough to strip clubs that children should not essentially be allowed to attend these shows until they're of age so it's very simple bills like that that would make logical sense like you wouldn't send your kid to the strip club or anything like that so it's like why would you send your kid to these kind of events as well and then we had also a bill that was dealing with making sure men men can't play in women's sports as well so i want to see like a push where we we only have trans sports like the nfl is all trans <laughs> <laughs> Having, what, what do you having think, what, what's your I think that's a good idea. I think that's a good start. Um, I, I have a couple questions about the, the drag queens and the shows. Like, are, are these drag queens, are they, like, stripping naked? So there were some shows in uh, Kansas City where there was some explicit uh, things that were shown as far as uh, – breasts, different things like that. And that's what kind of, like, I didn't sponsor this bill, it was another sponsor, but that's kind of where it stemmed from. Like there's a few shows like that. I know there was supposed to be a show, I believe in Chesterfield over in St. Louis well, County. It was Chesterfield, yeah. Yeah, that- So, was, okay, let's, let's. Uh, so, the, so the breasts, if it was a drag queen and they were showing their breasts, wouldn't that be acceptable on Facebook? Like, wouldn't that be? Isn't that something that could be seen on Facebook? If a if a drag queen that has not transitioned shows their breasts, they well, really have pecs, don't they? Well, drag should it be shown on Facebook. 
that's a, I think that's a whole different question. Should I mean, on Facebook? I mean, do you, do you that, take your shirt off at the beach? That question. I don't, you know, I'm not Facebook. I, mean, I don't deal with any of that. Whether, uh, what, I mean, what, do you what, take your shirt off at the beach? I don't want my, it was to clarify. Regardless, so, 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 I don't want my fucking kid there. Yeah. yeah. So you don't, want, you don't want your kid at the beach either. It's different and you know it. Come on. How, how's it different? Because it's different. It's 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 self. How, how so? It's not something you have to explain. It's something different, and you know it. Come on. Because they're dancing around, and they have clothes that don't match their gender. On is that the, is that why? Once, it's no, it's because I mean, I mean, guys were one, guys were speedos at the beach. It's, it's degenerate. It's just degenerate. I mean, your ones degenerate. So and you let your kids people at the beach not being sexual, not being degenerate. It's they're wearing speedos. You can nature. almost see their testicles. We can talk about that too. You, you can you can see. I mean, is are you going to ban that too? I mean, are you going to ban camel toes? Sure. I mean, yeah, yeah. Never banned camel toes. Also, I, I do have a. Uh, we'll, make, we'll, we'll, we'll make sure we introduce them. No, like no more camel toes. I mean, yeah. I think letting camel toes are pretty. I mean, how, how far does this go? I mean. Oh, it I, goes all the way, I baby. We, I mean, I, I understand. Like, yeah, you want, you wouldn't want to, you want want strippers in a in a in a school. Of course, you would never want strippers that's in a crazy. school. I mean, that's, that's common crazy. sense. That's across the board. And you yeah, would never yeah. want anything. You would never want kids around anything like that. But if they're like, if they're singing karaoke, dancing around, dressed provocatively or dressed how. Well, it doesn't matter the subject matter of the person. He's just saying it doesn't. It doesn't necessarily matter like that much. Like it just matters like that. You don't bring them to like any kind of sexualization thing. It's not necessarily like preying on yeah. like drags. Yeah. That's, that's, that's essentially what it is. It's it's ensuring yeah. that kids aren't brought to things that are over like it's over sexualizing things. There's already so many different things out there, but this is one area where we can work on and stuff like that. So that's really what that bill is trying to do. It's not saying, like I say, it's not preventing those kind of shows or anything like that. It's just saying like, hey, under a certain age, you know, until you're the age of an adult legally here in the state, that you're not allowed to just go off to these shows. That's all. That, 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 it's a simple, the, that, that simple uh, breakdown of the bill does. And where can these shows not be next Common to? Common sense. Like, like, where do these shows have to be? No, you just card people to go in. Like, they could be. I don't. I don't think. I don't. Well, see, that's the thing. Not, not now. You're getting into an issue of zoning, and that's a whole different issue well, by itself. Well, the, the, the the bill. The bill. I don't have it in front of me at the moment, but the the bill explicitly addresses children going to these shows. It's not. I don't. I don't believe. And I would have to look at it again that it addresses zoning requirements for them. Yeah, it's, like going to a bar it's, it's like getting id going to a bar you don't you want people of like certain age to participate in drinking smoking any kind of sexual act stuff like that it's, it's more or less that from my perspective but um i don't i don't understand why anyone has a problem with this bill why do you want children at these sexualized drag shows so badly yeah that, that's, I, that, i'm not saying i do this is me I, I i'm not saying i do i'm just wondering how far this goes I you think, know, I'm I a think, transgender woman. I, I've been transitioning right. for over a year now. And, and uh, like, so I, I was born male. So does that mean I can't go sing karaoke at the bar down the street? 
No, or I'm gonna no, get arrested. What do I have to cover my breasts up all the way to do? Like, where does this where does this go? Like, how far does this go? Do I get arrested just for being me and walking no, you around? Just, you just lost your ability to like, drive, and you and you got to go in the kitchen. I know that's why my truck has dents all over it now. That's how I knew my transition was going well, because my truck has dents all over it. <laughs> I was wondering what you're doing out of the kitchen. Actually, that was my next. Less question. funny when you. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing out of the kitchen? I don't. I don't go out of the kitchen. Eat a sandwich right now. <laughs> well, there's bread and there's cheese and there's uh, ham in the fridge. Help yourself. I guess you can open your own jar. At, uh... at least that's what my wife always <laughs> told me. So. I can't open my own jars anymore. <laughs> the estrogen is taken. <laughs> Y'all want to see? Play. Like, I'll go get a jar. And I'll, I, I don't know if we have time for that. How long? How long does this podcast go? Grab a jar. Grab a jar. <laughs> I'll, I'll be out here for like three days. <laughs> that, that was always my thing. Like transitioning, thought... like transitioning. It's like it's like. Why would you want to be the like the second best gender? You know, I always felt like like being a dude's like awesome. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I was, I was problem. I'm like, I don't know. Hey, we are who we are, you know. That's it. Yeah. Well, so. you, it's it's humbling, you know. It's like it's like you know, yet yet like they have a good run being like the best gender. You may as well check out, you know, being second class. <laughs> you know, sh sh shrimp, shrimp are born male and then they turn female as they go through their lives. So. Uh, all of you, I would imagine, has had a, tra a transgender being in your mouth. <laughs> oh man! Just saying. I think we should. I think we should let men, because at least it'll be interesting then. <laughs> what do you think? On, what, what do you think about like women comedians? I don't know. Through me, I think, that I think they're great. Oh, okay. I was just wondering. But you that are good. <laughs> What's the next controversial subject we can tackle now and end the world? <laughs> Quiet. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a good question there. <laughs> What's the next? <laughs> well, uh, are, are there any uh, interesting? Uh, Gun laws, uh, bills going on right now. Mm. I don't think that's well. It's it's a it's a hot button issue, but I think Missouri's pretty set in where we are as far yeah. as constitutional carry. I you know just given the state by itself and given who controls the House and the Senate, I don't think anything's changing. There's been legislation. There will amendments that are proposed amendments. Obviously, they haven't made it to the uh, floor or anything like that. Uh, trying to limit certain access for certain weapons and all that as well. But um, I don't think any of that's going to actually make it through. So nothing really interesting on on that front. I would say crime is probably the next big topic. And tomorrow we're going to be voting on uh, we're going to have house debate or whatever on the crime bill that's currently out there um 
there's a, a crime bill that it, it does a few different things. One of the main things that it does is uh, it goes towards appointing a special prosecutor in the city of St. Louis, given the high crime rate that's going on there. And um, essentially it specifies a certain type of crimes that the special prosecutor can go after within the, the city limits of it. So I think it's a good bill overall. I think it really is long overdue to ensure that we um, actually deal with a lot of the crime issues, whether that be property crime, uh, violent felonies, different things like that, that go on in St. Louis city, because it, it really becomes a regional thing. And when you start, when you start to be labeled one of the highest areas uh, for murders per capita in the U S then something has to be done because obviously yeah. the prosecutor uh, that's appointed there, who's been there for a while now has, has not been processing cases appropriately to actually get the the outcomes that need to happen. Yeah, Kim Gardner, sure. for sure. I agree with that. Yeah, she was backed by Soros money, wasn't she? Uh, I don't I don't know actually. I, top I can't remember head. reading that. You can see like yeah. the slow decline when the Democrats took over St. Louis. It just went like they started that whole defund the police movement a few years back. And then they they still pull money from it is like like the mayor there pulls money from the police all the time and i've talked to police officers there and many other members have they essentially feel disenfranchised like, like they don't have an incentive to do their job because the the cases that uh actually go through the prosecutor is slim to none uh on actual um uh violent felonies which are the, some of the main things are worried about uh, and testimony the other week, um, last week, uh, it was a, we had, the week before last week, we had a hearing on um, the whole issue with St. Louis crime. Then Kim, uh, Kim Gardner was supposed to come that following Monday and testify because we wanted to give her an opportunity to explain to the body what's going on in the city, give her the opportunity to explain herself you know, see if there's a way that we all can help each other. And what she ends up doing is sending somebody from her office that couldn't answer a question and then essentially was there representing the office. But the answers you got were, I don't know, because I don't know to almost everything. And the only thing they asked for is like, oh, instead of appointing a special prosecutor, how about you just give us money? And we're like, we're not just going to give you money because you're not fixing the issue that's right. going on there um it was actually sad to give you kind of, to give you kind of a context um st louis city currently has is uh, somewhere near 3600 3500 somewhere right around that number of cases that are pending review and this could be an array of violent felonies property crimes carjackings you name it out there and because these cases are pending the individuals are out on bail out on bond they're ro roaming the streets you know potentially committing more crimes that are going on out there um and to give context to it uh a county like st louis county that has three times the population has a far significant less amount of cases that are out there waiting for review by itself, so that 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 that's a telling tell of you're not doing your job, and um, 
a lot of the discussion that we had was pretty much them saying that they're understaffed. But uh, just uh, a few years ago, Kim Gardner uh, took what was it somewhere, somewhere near five hundred thousand dollars out of salary, out of salaries, and put it over into PR. And you're complaining about staffing. So it's like $500,000, you can hire some more attorneys to do the job if that's the issue. But obviously, you don't give a crap about that. You're putting it over to PR to, to save your own face, pretty much, and promote your own you know, candidacy for the office. You know, the, the, you're, you're, when you get elected in the office, you're there to serve the people, not hurt the people. And it's it's silly. It's silly on, on what's going on. They tried to bring it down the race. I had to say something about it. And so like that. And it's like, no, this is not an issue of race. This is crime transcends race. It transcends gender, transcends anything. You know, I'm affected just by it as much as anybody else out there. And so like that's so, you know, for them to try to boil it down to that, they have no credible argument on why the the things are going on down there the way they are yeah it's like I, from my perspective i think it's like foreign threats and um, domestic threats as well i think i think basically other countries are trying to take us over while we're weak they give us like a stuttering president as a puppet who's not really our president they give us like all these, and it trickles down all the way to like local and they, and they let out criminals they let out violent offenders i mean they're basically just trying to like like uh just just ruin our the best society that's ever existed in the world and 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 uh and these people are paid off they're bought off and you're, and you're the first rep i've heard like like in office say that basically um they, they, you're there to represent the people like I, i've never heard a rep say that they think they think they're like this like leader ego awesome guy and, and you know what I mean, yeah. or something and they're just like oh yeah, listen to me slaves you know and, and that, that's like what it sounds like to me anyway and like uh and i, I think you, you made up a lot i mean you had a lot of good points i think bro i think like uh i think i think i think that's what it's about is representation i mean i don't think joe biden represents anyone other than like a private interest <laughs> you, know, right? you gotta maybe, maybe maybe the chinese in their spy balloon they're <laughs> yeah. like like how are you gonna look? How are you gonna look weak to a shoe factory? You know what I mean? It's like insane. To me. It's like insane to me. Like, like China, China is like a like a bubble burst away from being in the 1300s, and they're trying to talk shit on America. It's like it's like what are you talking about? You brought nothing to the table. You have no innovation. You have you have you have no. I mean, dude, it's just like I, I, I don't know. I could go off in like paragraphs on this, but I'm not. I'm gonna just say, say it, but it's just like it's just like nuts that they would even think they're in the game. It's like China and Russia aren't even in the game. Like, like we're gonna nuke you. I'm like, oh, you're gonna use technology we came up with in the 40s that you stole? How edgy, you know? It's like, it's, it's like I'm just like I, I just don't even care. They're bragging about our accomplishments. Like we invented the nukes. I mean, and they're, and they're like, we're gonna nuke you. I'm like, you're gonna use our own inventions? Okay, you can't use a Russian invention because it wouldn't do anything. It's like insane. Yeah, it is nice to hear you mention. You know, representing the people, working for the people. That's what's in our system today you know that's what's wrong with our system today and if, if we with that attitude we could definitely raise ourselves back up you know yeah yeah and i i think i think that's where we have to kind of press the reset button uh me personally it's like i don't really give a crap about you know any of the you know glory or anything like that and i tell people when they come in here and we talk about legislation like i'm not I say I'm not married to my bills, my legislation. I don't care about getting the credit for it. I just care about us getting good ideas that work across by itself, you know, and that's really the service piece of it, in, in my opinion. And I think there's too many people that are in 
politics and different things for the wrong reasons and not actually there for the people that actually put you there. So, and, and that, that's something that we have to fix. You know, people go for sound bites. People are like, oh, what, what can I do today to progress my campaign, my agenda, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, 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 let's, let's set, reset it. You know, I'm a firm believer in ensuring that, you know, if you do good work and good results, they're going to vote you back in, you know, you're going to, you're going to get back where you need to and whatever it's two, four, whatever, how many years, you know, it is. And so if you're doing good work, but if you're just sitting there and you're constantly worried about, oh, what's this post going to do? How many likes can I get? Blah, blah, blah. And so like that, because you're not going to always be the most popular with your legislation. That's, that's given, you know, you can't appease everybody. And so like that, but what you try to do is you try to work with individuals, whether that, you know, be Republicans and on some things, just depending on what it is, you know, the Democrats as well, you know, and see what you can, what you can actually get across that is actually good, solid legislation that helps majority of the people in your state, municipality, whatever you serve in. Yeah, you brought up a good point too. I think in Machiavelli's uh, the Prince, he talks about how the how the best leaders are, are not necessarily the most liked leaders because it's about policy. It's not about a popularity contest. And I think I think I think that's a very important like thing that you brought up. I think, and I, I think that was like like with Trump too. I think there's thing too. Like a lot of people didn't like Trump, but his policy was on point. If you, if you didn't tell them who wrote the policy, who, who came up with the policy, they, they'd be like, "That's a good policy." But they're like, "Oh, it's Trump, so it's bad." It's like it's, it's just weird and it's affecting us like in a really weird way. I feel like. America's full of like first graders or something, and and they're they're either retarded or or, or or delusional or something. I'm not really sure sure what it is, but no one makes sense or tells misguided. the truth. Misguided. Yeah, yeah no, no, no. It's it's definitely misguided, and it it comes from multiple things. I, I think part of it, you know, I'm 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 not one of those people that are going to sit here and just blame the media for anything. I think it's the way we receive information. Some of it because everything is through your phone, and it's a quick snapshot of this here, and then. A lot of people don't go through and read uh, what's actually going on. And if you do that, you would you start really realizing that, oh, OK, it's not what you think it is. You know, it's not doing this. It's not doing that because people I can't tell you how many emails I get. That's like this bill is going to do this or this bill is going to do this here or it's going to hurt these groups. It's like where in this legislation does it say that say that? Where did you get this from? It's like it's, and then you have to go back and try to educate people and you know try to discuss with them why this is not doing this and why you know this legislation is good which is a part of the job by itself but um you know you're going to get people that are like oh thank you for explaining it i get more of that when i sit down and actually explain it to people when i have time to actually do it um unfortunately i can't get to everybody that that emails me and so like that so that's the unfortunate thing just because of so many that come through, I'd spend all day. I wouldn't be on. I wouldn't be on here right now. I'd be sitting here chugging away at my desk at uh, emails. <laughs> no, no, you wouldn't be you doing this. You just, you just got in office too, so I mean, I appreciate you taking the time to do this, man. You're like you're like a month or two in, and like I, I, I like what I'm hearing so far. To be honest, man, like uh, yeah. so I appreciate you taking the time. I thought I cut somebody off. Mike, were you talking or something? Sorry. Oh, uh, well, you know what I'd like to see is uh, I'd like to see a bill. To uh, to offer the '90s brick red license plates as a paid option. That's what I want to do. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. <laughs> They're classic. They're classic. They're clean. I want, I want them back. Anyways, <laughs> ask aesthetic to our plates. Mm-hmm. 
they're the most, most beautiful back to something like that. I don't, I don't like the squiggly line. Yeah, there's been a real obsession with squiggly lines uh, and Missouri plates for the past uh, past few decades. Yeah. I don't something know why that is. With our rivers. I, I, yeah, represents the river. <laughs> Honestly, I don't personally understand what the little – is it a – no, it's not a well, – the bicentennial plates now, but the plates before we had like a bird on there or something like that. Or, oh, yeah, yeah it was a bird. They have to see the in, you know. They had two generations of those gradient plates, but yeah, I, I miss the I miss those brick red, uh, just simple, nothing on it, brick red license plates from the nineties. Those were. I live those in St. Louis, and most people don't have license plates at all. Like it's just a. Yeah. <laughs> you'll see a lot point. of expired They're tags. Up. You'll see. A, my dad was a police <laughs> yeah. officer. I can, I can over say fake, I... uh, fake uh, uh, temp tags that like they got them fake, but. You know, they were forgeries, but they're expired anyway, you know. Like <laughs> I, I they take them and they're it. like, What? That's mine. It's like, no, it's it's not <laughs> get out of here. Go get a plate. Yeah, so with those uh expired uh license plates, uh there there has there have been talks about uh trying to fix that and remedy that issue altogether because there's too many people running around the state with expired temp tags and different things and it's not only an issue of you not having your life your uh your vehicle actually registered and licensed but a lot of times you're avoiding sales tax and even though i'm not in favor of personal property tax altogether and i rather rid of it uh you know you're you're really avoiding that there too while everybody else in in the state is having to pay that uh Mm. And, you know, realistically, that's not fair. You know, I, I'd rather work on solutions to get rid of uh, personal property tax. But under the current structure, they're, like I said, they're, they're, avoiding, they're avoiding the tax systems as they are. And um, it's definitely an issue that's looking at uh, to be remedied. We don't know exactly how we're going to remedy it yet, but um, it, it, it is intolerable for that. I would propose like accountability for taxes almost like like to where like, like some kind of like system where you could like you see where your tax dollars are going and then wean us off of taxes completely because basically it's uh it's usury and it's and it's just like I'm, I'm not really with it at all and like uh I'd be more with taxes if like I saw where it went instead of like murdering people in other countries and like arresting my friends for fucking uh, saying that saying the president's not real yeah. and and like you know what I mean and like I'd be I'd be more for it if if they rep- if, if they did anything they're like oh it's the roads and schools I'm like well the roads and schools suck like they're a joke. You know what I mean? And, 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 then, and then they want to, and then these, these same crooks want to like nationalize healthcare. And I'm like, I'm like, you guys are $29 trillion in debt and you want, you want, you want to deal with healthcare? It's just like, it's just like, it's just like the whole thing's just like insane to me personally. And I don't feel like anyone should pay taxes, like, especially arguably, no one should pay taxes for the year 2020. They should all get their money back for that year. Nothing was even open. And then we still paid taxes. That's I mean, I think people can meet. I mean, people can meet me there at least. And then we need, but I don't just cut off taxes. Like schools, schools are paid for them and certain things are. But if we had like a wean off of taxes, I mean, that's the most American thing we do is not pay taxes from my perspective. Yeah. And I think, Dude, I, I think Missouri. I, I pretty, go, 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 go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Well, I, I was just going to say, I'm pretty sure that uh, income tax, I mean, in general, goes towards just paying the Federal Reserve that we allow them to print for us. I mean, it's completely fucking absurd. We should get rid of the federal. Hey, that would be a, a nice step forward. What's that? No, I'm like the CIA is interrupting your feed. 
Yeah, when you start, when, when you start talking about the Federal funny. Reserve, that's what happened. I, I, I was just saying the Federal, we got to get rid of the Federal Reserve. Yeah. That John, well, it's Kennedy thought the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> A lot I mean, of the best. Sorry. What I think the best thing we could do is get out of that. And like, uh, Mar Marshall said in the comments, tax evasion is the most patriotic crime. <laughs> <laughs> so, so can you can you explain again how you get out of paying taxes? I'm so, not going to say that on a live like, feed. Like you, you, do you go over to Illinois? Is that what, or, or how does that work? How do you how do you get out of paying those taxes again? Oh. <laughs> What I I don't, I don't <laughs> are you gonna you, you plan on waiting? No, no, no. <laughs> so you know, I, I I can't say this. I I think Missouri is one of the more tax friendly states as far as we generally have low taxes in the state of Missouri mm -hmm. in comparison to other states. I, if I'm not mistaken, I believe we just cut some more taxes back in September with a special session as well. And I, th I think the legislative body altogether is always looking at ways that we can eliminate taxes, eliminate different spending spending that we don't need here in the state of Missouri. Because I personally am a firm believer that, you know, government and our taxes are meant for like the basic, basic necessities such as road, bridges, stuff, things like that. We're not meant to set up these huge social welfare systems, different things like that. You know, yes, schools do need money. I question how much money they need to a certain extent. And I would rather move to more of a system of, I am a school choice person. I rather have as many options out there as possible. Let parents be the in charge of actually choosing what education you want to send your kids to and not have to keep paying taxes for uh, a school that you're not sending your kid to. So I think that, you know, I think there should be further tax incentives for that there by itself. But I get, we, we do need public schools, things like that and stuff like that. But I think schools need to get to more performance-based and not where they currently are is when speaking of public schools, because they know they're going to always get money. And so like that, so they get stagnant. It's just like anything else. If you know you're always going to get it, you're never going to actually try to really improve yourself or do things to better the school, the children, different things like that by itself. You're just going to keep doing the same status quo and push people and cycle people through it. And I question, are we really doing the best for our kids in that respect when it comes to uh, schools, as far as how we go about funding these, uh, funding these different entities? Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. My wife and I homeschool our daughter, yet we still pay all these taxes into the, the school system here in the county you yeah. know it's that's not yeah, no, no. that doesn't make any sense you know we, we should get that money back to be able to put that school in that, that we actually provide yeah no but well there is there is a law currently out there um that deals with setting up i think it's they call them scholarship accounts or whatever i, I don't know the criteria off the top of my head for what qualifies for it but there are there are some legislation is actually law out there, but it needs to be expanded and really get at the whole school choice uh, movement personally by itself. Like we really got to get into looking at making our kids more competitive. 
And I think parents are in the best position to choose that there. And the current structure of our system, it really caps people, encapsulates people into geographical areas is the best way to put it. So it's, you know, I, I will use St. Louis City as, as a good example, you know, um, a lot of school funding, not all of it is generated by your personal property tax. Uh, that's based on the assessment of your vehicle, different things like that. Uh, other property that you might own that, quali that qualifies under there. Also, uh, your, I believe your real estate taxes, different things like that contribute some portions of it as well. Um, you have to look at the areas that uh, where you're pulling from. If you're pulling from more disadvantaged communities, you you're have what you're what you're doing is you're not getting as much taxes as you probably need to fund that school to the to the ability that it needs to be funded. So now you have underpaid teachers, you know, not correct facilities for schools. Uh, well, for students, I mean, and that I think that's the issue by itself. And then you move to other areas uh, we can use like Chesterfield or whatever, where they might have that tax base. And, you know, their schools are more high tech, different things like that. They're on the cutting edge of whatever technology that they're using for their classrooms and stuff like that. So you're really accidentally creating a disproportionate effect on different populations, depending on where you live, whether that be rural city, urban, different things. So I, I think we need to get to a system to, to where we can say, hey, parents, you get, you can, you can either elect into the public school if you want to, or you can say, hey, take this amount of money, whatever you, whatever the assessment is of what it costs a child to go to, to school that year and say, here, you can take them to a charter school, take them to a private school, homeschool them as well based on whatever education you want to provide your child. It shouldn't be the state telling you this is where you have to be. And if not, you have to come up with the money to send your kid elsewhere and stuff like that while still paying for the other piece of it. Right. So it's not fair to parents. It's not fair to, you know, it's not really fair to the children. I think, I think it's really setting, not setting them up for success either. You know, it's, it's a, you know, school, School, I hate to say it, it's a it's a business, you know, you you want as a parent and I, you know, I have a kid too, not school age yet, but I want the best for my kid. I want, and that's what most parents do, you know, you want the best for your kid, you want to send them to whatever they can go to learn the most they can to be able to go to college or do a trade or whatever they want to do and be successful at it. And I'm a firm believer that it starts young. It doesn't start when you're in high school, it doesn't start when you're in middle school. It starts when you're in elementary school and you're learning the fundamental basics. That's really where it starts. And that's where our focus has to be. You're going to go far, man. I can tell, man, I'm, this is like your first month in, but you're, you're going to go far on this, man. I can tell. And I, and I agree with most of what you said. And, and then these people are just like, they act like money fixes everything. Like, like the problem in St. Louis is that the schools don't have enough money. I'm like, I'm like, I mean, I don't think that's even the problem. I, you know what I mean? It's, it's like, I, I, personally, I think it's like the the, um, the, uh, the lack of family values, the lack of culture. The la I just like, just I mean, there's several other problems to, before mm -hmm. funding, I think. And I, I went to college out there and yeah, I was, I was like the only person with a laptop. I felt like so money is a problem. But I think that like, um, 
I think there's so many bigger problems in, in this country that lead to that. Cause like my, my wife's a teacher and like Brentwood and they have a nice school. And like, uh, I don't think, I don't necessarily, they have money, but I don't necessarily think it's money based is why it's nice. I think it's the people they build that the teachers they have there and stuff, you know, it's just a weird, there's so many factors, man. It's just, it's just yeah, crazy. No, no, no. It's, a, it's, it's definitely a holistic approach. It's not one, it's not a oh, one sure. solution thing. You have, you have to approach this from different pieces. It's just about what pieces are going to fit together here and actually create something in a system that actually works, you know, cause sure. we, you know, I hate to say it, Missouri is not the cutting edge state on doing things new. I would hope that we change that at some point here. Uh, we, we have to get to a place where we're willing to look at things and say, just because we did it for X amount of years, that doesn't mean it's the right way to go. Let's look at it and see if there's a better solution out there. For it and yeah, and so we, we we let other market like for marijuana, for example, like, like being being an example of not being the lead of that. I, I think that held us back a lot because of all the money that Colorado and other places made. But also, I think it was smart to test market in those countries or those uh those states. Excuse me, I, I think it was smart. Missouri kind of sits back and lets all the other states make mistakes and then adds to it, which I, I kind of like that aspect too. But I do think it needs more innovation, like you're saying. I, I think that we should be more innovative, especially the people here. I mean, this is like. I think Missouri is one of the best states in the union, if not the best. I mean, I, I love it here. I've traveled. I'm a comedian. I travel everywhere. And, and like, uh, I, I love it here, man. So, uh, and, and I'm just, I'm just hyped, man. And like this, this group of people is nuts to me, honestly, though. We got like comedians and podcasters, a, a state rep. Like we had, I mean, Sean has gold records. Like the guy above you in this Brady Bunch thing. He has gold records. And then we have, and then we have like, like huge podcast. I mean, like Carl and Mike's podcast is huge like, on like Telegram, some other stuff. And like, uh, and Michaela's a huge personality there too. In the uh, in Texas, originally down in Florida, it's just like this is like an insane lineup. And like I, I know, I know, I bet out of that 267 people watching live right now, at least seven of them are feds. You know, <laughs> <laughs> me and Mike, yeah, yeah. I want to go ahead and say hi to my uh, to my uh, case case agents. Hello, guys. Shout out to the NSA, the CCP, the FBI, the CIA. Um, hope you're all enjoying but the show. By the way, Teddy Humphreys, uh, I said, please, please admit the government is scum and we can no longer vote our way out. I feel I, you're right about that. Although, I appreciate you, sir. You're, the gun. you're, you're, you're a rare example of a, of a good one. But, <laughs> you know, the, the system is pretty fucked at this point. There's... There's still, if anything's going to happen, it's going to happen at a, a state and local level. You know, I mean, oh, it, it does seem like it does seem seem like things are beyond redemption. Uh, well, I, you never know. I mean, in the federal uh, government, yeah, I know, I agree with that. I think the president, but, but it does I mean, seem it does seem an awful lot like there's yeah, there's a, everything is a, like it's too big a hill to climb to fix the federal government, but. Uh, things can happen at the state level, and not everybody in state level yeah. politics is 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 a is a sketchball is is out you know is like well funded by foreign yeah. interest groups or what have you yeah. you know they're they're not all out uh you know in there for the wrong reasons. And, well, his uh, district's awesome too because like the guy before him, Hill, like Justin Hill, he was like one yeah, of my I favorite, met him. One of my favorite, yeah, you met him at yeah, we met him in uh, at, uh, that winery. But uh, no, he was like, uh, he was one of my favorite politicians. And like, I mean, like, and from listening to you talk just on this podcast, man, I think you're killing it too. And it's like, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy with most of Missouri's politicians, to be honest. I, I think we need a stronger uh, governor, to be honest, but he's not bad, but I think we need a stronger governor. We probably will next term, hopefully. Hopefully it's not some like, uh, the people running kind of freak me out right now. Like people running, looking like, uh, it's, it's, 
like the the senator running and a couple other people like trying to take that spot and actually kind of freaked me out a little bit but uh yeah well, i, I mean I, it's kehoe I, th- I think I, I you know honestly i haven't paid too much to, to the governor's race i think kehoe's potentially maybe ashcroft and then um I think Bill Eigel's exploring it as well, too, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, no disrespect. I think Parsons does a lot better than those guys, but I think we need to raise the bar a little bit. It's like somebody, I don't know, like I just don't think those guys are promising to me anyway, and maybe, maybe they could disprove that. You know, it's like just, just my opinion at this moment right now. But, I mean, I'd love to see a stronger stronger governor. But, you know, like, because, um, I mean, if we had if we had a true Missouri governor, I don't think we, none of the state would have ever locked down. Because most of the state, I mean, where we're from, I was on from O'Fallon, so I'm like, uh, originally, I'm not, I don't live there now. So, mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm like, right by your district. So, I mean, that was like, during that during the 2020 thing, like, it was the same thing. All Like, you, there were buffets open, man. You know what I mean? It was just like, it was just like. That is, that is the great thing about St. Charles County, though. Like, like, they persevered during the, um, during the pandemic and everything. They said, no, we're not going to close. We're not going to do these things like that. And um, just talking to people in the county government, it, it seems like the best decision they made. They, Everybody from St. Louis County wanted to come over there because they couldn't do anything in St. Louis County. So, they, yeah. you, know, all the, you know, the restaurants were open. You know, you could, you could carry on with normal day life, you know, realizing that, what was happening with the whole virus, which, you know, yeah, it's, it's serious and everything like that. It is serious, but at the same time, uh, it, it really mainly affected certain groups of people as far as people that had pre-existing conditions or either the elderly population that didn't affect younger, younger people, children didn't really affect, you know, you might've had the rare case or anything like that. So yeah, we needed to protect those groups of people, but, shutting down a whole society for those people when we could just maybe help them out in other ways like that. I don't think that was the answer the way we did, the way most of the country did it, I should say, and either St. Louis County did it. So I think St. Charles had it right. Uh, They definitely did it the right way and um, they reaped the rewards of it. Yeah. And at least Parson uh, left it up to localities, you know, it was, it was, Right. better than a lot of states did oh great and he's not bad. i'm not even saying he's bad i just i just think of missouri i expect more out of missouri i feel like you know what i mean I, like I, yeah it would I have been he... nice to be like because missouri does missouri does have a history of of passing things uh that override uh local government you know i would have liked to see something yeah. like that like we, like you have with uh you know concealed carry local uh it, it overrides any local laws that might be passed you know uh mm-hmm. that bill that that uh you were talking about earlier uh you know you've got the you know that would that you know putting a special prosecutor in place to to uh uh you know fix the mess of 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 bad local government you know mm-hmm. i would have liked to see something like that with the with the uh so-called pandemic you know to uh to to override uh you know keep these these local tyrants from being able to uh you know destroy people's businesses their livelihoods as they did yeah, you know yeah. Yeah, i've never seen a i've never seen a virus destroy an economy you know, it's just like, uh, it, was, it was just, you know, it, the, the biggest effect was on the economy. And I think it's an act of war. And I, and I think I think China and all these other countries are trying to pass us up and put us in submission where we had to follow these stupid rules that didn't even make sense from my perspective. I mean, I didn't follow them, but everybody, I, I know a lot of people, they're just like, uh, they, they, were, they hid in their house like Anne Frank for two years, man. It's just like insane. Yeah, no, I, you know, the thing about it is 
the yeah, you said the virus destroyed the economy. The virus didn't destroy the economy. People destroyed the economy. We chose to go Tyrant. by it in a way. You know, the, the, the virus was something there. You know, we've there's been other diseases that have been out there before. We persevered through it, just like we persevered through this here. You know, it's just a part of life. And I and I think that's where we have to come to. You you, you take whatever safety measures you can, but you don't stop life. You don't, you know, for it. Just think about it. It's not, it's not a zombie apocalypse. Is the best way to put it. <laughs> People are sure even then, like even then, I'm still going out to eat. I don't care if the world is. I'm still, I'm still getting those unlimited breadsticks, man. You know, no matter what the situation, the world is like. You can't tell me where I can eat and what I can do. I didn't, and like, I never knew what a like, like when I watched like the civil rights movement, so like that, I never realized what what a drastic movement going to a restaurant was when they were told not to until until we had to do it in a virus. You know what I mean? It's like. Like, like people are like yelling at me. Like it, it, it was insane. It was like the fattest people trying to give me health advice too. It was like it was just like delusional. It was just yeah. like it was like some overweight person with a mask on trying to tell me like a health advice. I'm like, dude, you were insane and delusional. It's just like crazy. I'm still trying to understand how in restaurants during then, how pretty much if you sat down at the table, you could take your mask off, but if you stood up, you're automatically able to transmit the virus like i don't like i don't get it like, i just yeah. don't get it <laughs> obedience training. future, just future obedience generations training. god willing will not be able to they'll think that this is all exaggerated you know yeah no that's right. exactly like, they're gonna look anthony doesn't like, your beard kind of uh <laughs> isn't your beard kind of a mask <laughs> it can be. I mean, if I if I look at but that's like something I grew on my own accord without being told by a by a by a nineteen year old that works at the restaurant what to do. You know, and, and like, and like my, my, my response was intimidating was enough. Was zero for the next intimidating virus. enough that when you went that. into places, you were uh, you were you were getting away with not wearing a mask because nobody wanted to give you any trouble. <laughs> well, they tried to ask me. They, they'd, be like, they'd be like, "Where's your mask?" I'd be like, "I'm like, oh, I'm not a cuck. I don't know." And, and then they just shut up. You know I mean they were just like they literally wouldn't even, like, <laughs> like like and then line, I went to Lions Choice in like in like like the height of this thing and they're and, like like you can't come in with a mask. I'm like, I'm like I will never listen to a Lions Choice like like cashier's advice on life. You I mean not to be a dick, but I'm just like I'm, I'm just like you've done nothing to show me that you have wisdom. You know what I mean? That's how I feel. <laughs> and, they, and they can't counter that because I tell the truth. I'm bigger than them, and I tell the truth. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's all it is. Hey guys, I got something I gotta take. I gotta take care of, but uh, I appreciate y'all. All in a nice chat. For you. Thanks. It was great chatting with you. All right, Sean. God bless you. I'll talk to you soon. Absolutely, guys. Well, now that Sean's gone, I'm just joking. <laughs> who's who's co-host yeah. now? I don't. I don't know. Like, this is the first show. Where, this is like the first show where like, like co-host is more famous than the host. Like, like, like Sean has, Sean has like platter records and stuff. Like, I'm like, welcome to the Anthony Rogers show with a more famous co-host. <laughs> I love that concept, man. Like, um, that's crazy. I worked in food service at the. I wasn't gonna tell people to put on their. Uh, they wanted to order. I worked at Emo's Pizza and tell that we get there sometimes. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna force masks when you're picking up a. And uh, almost got me. Am I still cutting out? A little bit, but I knew what you said. You're cutting I, out I terribly. I think we're getting we're getting enough that we know what you're saying, though. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. I worked in. I worked in. Able to quit that job, but but uh, had to work eight eight hour shifts with the man. Have my break and eat my emo. <laughs> I had I had a I had a corporate guy come in and tell in between bites. Is it to put your mask up between bites? <laughs> yeah, I'm like I'm like, That's like so That's so insane. I just I, there's a there was a report made because I put my fucking mask on in between oh bites. My God. Dude, so people insane. were people were such tattletale like people who who hadn't gotten a chance to tattle on anybody since high school. They're like, finally, like m- my day has come. Yeah, but yeah. like I, I I just feel like they I just feel like they couldn't compete. You, you know, a lot of these guys. I wore a mask maybe two times, arguably. I, I when I one when I voted myself in the primary for Congress, and and second when my mom got in the hospital, I wore it like one day because I was just like didn't want to argue people. And then after that, I just stopped wearing it. I was just and then like they're like. They're like ganging up on me, man. They, they like put like a, they put like a mask. Like I was doing this in hospitals, man. Not, not one. They put like a mask, like little sticker on the door. Like I'm be like, oh, a sticker told me to do it. I guess here's my like, fuck my freedom and rights. You know, a sticker told me. And, and, and like, yeah. uh, and then they gang up on me. And like I'm trying so hard not to call them fat. I mean, I'm just like they're like there's like these three like five to eight fat ladies just being like, you know, your mask. And I'm just like, dude, I can't do this, man. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like I don't call them fat. Don't call them fat. Don't call them fat. You know, the whole it's like your mom's in there, so you're not gonna like disrespect. People that take care of your mom at the same time, but like, from my yeah. perspective, like, but but the same time, take it out like, on I'm her. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was, it's just like they're like trying to tell them, do like, like, you have to wear a mask? I'm like, no, I don't. I'm just like, no, I don't. And, and, and they didn't. They just stopped arguing most of the time. I mean, they all ganged up on me at one point. They're just, they're just like, they're like, oh, you got to wear a mask, and I'm like, oh, you guys still believe in that? You know, I'm like, you guys still believe that? Like, the worst is is still today, dude. I'll go somewhere, and then people are wearing masks today. If I'm in Chesterfield or something like that, I go to like Walmart or something. Like these people are still wearing masks. It's like it's like it's how stupid are you? I find it funny actually nowadays. I'm like, what are you protecting? Like, what are, what, what are you doing? It's like that. And you honestly, I think it's turned into a social cue more than more than anything. It's hey, I'm a part of this group. I think I think that's what it really really it's turned because unless you have some ailment that you really need to wear it or whatever and. I doubt it really does too much, honestly, based on everything that I've read on it, like how much it really, because it's really meant from preventing transmission more than anything, not receiving it. Uh, so um, unless you're one of those groups that like you're trying to protect yourself for because you have other underlying con- underlying conditions or either you're elderly or super high risk or different things like that. And we have the shots you know, have been proven not to really be that effective, but yeah. there are, there are those out there. If you really want to as well, you don't need to wear that for the rest of your life, but Hey, you know, if you, if you want to go with a clown the rest of your life, go ahead. So, yeah. It's <laughs> weird. That's, to see that's, it that's, that's the beauty of America. Don't force other people to do, to do it. But you know, if you want to walk around and look like an idiot and walk around and look like an idiot. So yeah, yeah I'm like glad that it's, I'm glad that it's rare. Like it's weird to see now. I was worried for a second there that like the rest of my life it was going to be normal to see people wearing masks. But we finally got into a point where it's like where you see it. It's like look at that weirdo. You know, it's yeah. it's, <laughs> it's not so I, ubiquitous anymore, which is which is a relief. Still run into people. The function's in the name. It's called a surgeon's Wearing them mask. alone. 
wearing them alone in their car. Carl, yeah, log off I still and log back run. on. See if that fixes you. Those, those are hilarious. Like, I can't tell you how many times I've pulled up to, like, a stoplight. I'm like, who are you protecting? Yourself from yourself? <laughs> okay. Or, like, when you're swimming, you're basically torturing yourself. That's a torture tactic. I mean, they're basically, I mean, like, it, it, it's, 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 like, so weird. yeah. I can't see a situation outside of being a surgeon to wear a surgeon mask. It's like, it's like if you wore a chef hat thinking like the, the virus is going to disappear you're wearing a chef hat. It's, it's just it's stupid to me. It's like, it's like, well, I'm wearing a chef hat. I mean, I mean the virus is very scared of like fine dining. I don't know. So, so it's, just, it's just like, it's just like, it's, to me, it's just insane. And like, it was, it was like a world, world IQ test to me. And it was like the first, I mean, honestly, this will probably look back as a war, ta- as a war tactic against America, to be honest, man. And uh, I mean, uh, we we have a fake president in there that didn't win the election. We have um we have uh sixty percent of the independent business collapsed. Um the wealth the wealth exchange was insane. I mean, we had so much like just crazy stuff happen during that time. And, and like I don't like, I just don't understand it, man. I just don't understand how this many people are that stupid. Like like I don't know how we can vote for a guy that can't form a sentence. You know what I mean? I don't know how my dead grandparents vote. Yeah. Well, you know, people should people should be able to trust the uh, their media. And, and uh, you know, there was a time, a long time ago, where journalism was was journalistic, and uh, and it's it's just not where we are anymore. And and you know, I try to I try to remember that. I try not to get too um, bitter or you know scornful toward people who who wear you know still wear masks or They're victims or uh, you know people who. Uh, you know, scolded me for not getting the vaccine or what have you, you know, it, it, it's like, they're just, they just, they're doing what they, what they think is right because they're being told that it's right. And, and not yeah. everybody has access to the same information that we do. Not everybody's as online as we are. And it's important to remember that and, and, and not turn to, you know, hating our fellow man over this and letting it divide us further. That's a good point. And I think they're victims of propaganda because I think these people have done yeah. nothing other than trust their institutions they should be able to trust, but like big pharma bought them all out, you know? So it's like, yeah. like, like people think doctors are just are actual doctors instead of pharmaceutical sales reps. And, you know, and, and like, I think that that's a big thing that our institutions sold us out. It's like, I mean, if I'm going to be completely honest, I think China owns all of our institutions basically. But the great thing about America is we don't read the, we don't read the manuals. Our institutions don't matter. We'll find new ones. I mean, that, that, that's how America is. It's like, it's like, Oh, you got Nike. Okay. I don't wear Nike. It's fucking like, it's not 1992. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's just like a weird, I don't know. It's just like they have all of our institutions, but our institutions don't matter. They even have the presidency, but the federal government doesn't matter. I mean, from my perspective, you know what I mean? It's like, it's just like a nuts situation. I mean, like to, if, if Trump was president and the state of the union was tonight, no one would have been on this live feed. At all, at all. No one would, no one would be watching this. But, but we went on the same time as the State of the Union, and we have hundreds of people watching right now. Like, there's, no, you know, what I mean, there's just no, like that. There's nobody watching this guy. There's nobody voting for him. There's no. It's just like a delusional play, and it seems so out of touch because it's another culture infiltrating our country. Oh yeah, they got rid of the thumbs downs on YouTube because, uh, presumably, because uh, every White House address that he did was uh, was getting like ratioed like crazy with you know way more thumbs downs. Um, and, and then suddenly they take away that feature, you know? Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's definitely an issue what's going on. It's, it's, it's a big collusion of, you know, the media, different tech industries and everything like that. And the white house all being in the same bubble together. And that is not how the system is supposed to be set up. It's, it's really sad that we've gotten to a certain place and, you know, speaking on the news piece of it, you know, yeah, the news is. Uh, polarizing they, they really have gotten away from just telling objective 
well, you know, essentially upset, uh, subject of uh, news or what, oh, sorry, objective news, my bad. Um, and move towards uh, just telling whatever their truth is by itself. Now, if they want to do that, though, from a business standpoint, that's fine. I just, you know, I wish they would just call out and say that, you know, they're partisan to one side or whatever, you know, just say it. they just make it known, you know, make it known to people and so like that. And, and yeah, you can tell by reading it if you get into it and different things like that. But just say what you are, you know, if you're liberal leaning and you like that, do it. You know, there's plenty of other news sources out there that I, you or anybody else can go to to get other news you know, and it's just going to take away from their profit margins by itself. Mm-hmm. So that that that's really my my thought pattern on that altogether. It's sad to see where we've gone, but it's just they still pr- promote themselves as the objective truth in it, and not. But that's that's not what's going on. You see all the uh, co-hosts, the anchors, different things like that, and the things that they talk about. Um, it's it's jarring, is really what it is. From, yeah. from my perspective, all these people just sold, they just sold us out to foreign uh, to, to the, the Communist Party, in my opinion, because basically China's prints money, brings it over. I mean, they, they were they were caught giving Reddit two hundred million dollars. They're caught giving Facebook three hundred million dollars. They were caught like like basically printing money in their currency, exchanging it to American uh, currency, and then paying off all these people for censorship and stuff like that. Like the FBI's turned against us. The, the, um, they're they're not uh, in America's best interest, and, and like just everything you said to like, the media, all these people. They're basically just, I mean, they're bought and sold. These people are not on our team anymore. And mm-hmm. um, it be, be it via blackmail or be it via bribe, they are not on our team anymore. And there's and, and that comeback tour, baby, you know, it's like, like America's about that comeback, you know. And, and, and I believe in this more than I believe in anything. I mean, I, well, maybe not God, I believe in God more, maybe, but I'm just saying, like, I believe in country about second, you know, to, to everything else. And I, and I think I, I, guys like you in the office, I'm so happy to hear, to hear how well-spoken you are, to hear, hear how you care about uh, the people, actually. I mean, you talk more about that than yourself. I mean, I, I absolutely love that, that Missouri has a good politician in your, in your, in your seat, man. I'm, I'm really happy about that, to be honest. Yeah, thank, yeah, thank you. No problem. Anybody any other questions? I just, I just talk fast. As, um, uh, no, no, it, so. I, it, it makes me very optimistic about the future. Uh, yeah, I'm I a think, trans. I think we're going to the and I'm actually from, from the Washington D.C. area. The uh, liberal politics. Happy to be here in a state uh, where the Constitution is still respected to some degree. Because my family back, back here are really struggling right now with the, the and, Stuff like that. that. So, if we mutation, that, that makes me happy for, for the future. And uh, yeah, and, and you know, I think um, you're gonna stick around. Yeah. Hey, happy to <laughs> have. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> yeah. But uh, you know, and I think we're getting back to a place, and I think this is where people have to kind of remember um, American history, American roots, where we're rooted. You know, we we focus so much on the federal government and what the federal government's doing. Um, but we're really built on a federal society. That's the way the country's built. We're, you know, that's the reason we call, you know, the United States, for instance, it's a, you know, a nation of states. We've all come together under one union for certain purposes. And uh, with with a whole federalist idea, it's we grant certain powers 
to the federal government, but states retain the majority of powers within it. And that's what I think we're getting back to, especially as the federal government starts to get out of control. You're starting to see state politics become more important than federal politics here. And those are very important things, important indicators by itself, because realistically, you know, your state reps, your state senators, your mayors, you know, of your local municipalities, different things like that, they're going to know the people best than the people in Washington, D.C. You know, they, they do have a purpose there, people in Washington, D.C., but the people here in this building and, you know, in your hometown are going to know what the people need the best and they're best suited to try to address those, not, not the federal government trying to blanket, you know, certain agendas that might be good for New York, but is not good for Missouri. You know, that, 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 that's the issue that we've had. And that's why I think, you know, outside of the social politics, and so I think that's why we've had so much divide is because we're trying to blanket solutions. And so like that, instead of letting the federalist system by itself work itself out, you know, because like I said, states are going to be able to, to help its people the best. Definitely. And uh, weird, weird side, grief, what you said, and a weird, weird side note. Are you in the Capitol right now? Yes. Yeah. Are you on a phone or what kind of device are you on? I'm on a laptop right now. I'm on, I'm on my okay. laptop. So. We get a little tour of like, uh, of like what you're working with? I can hear a little bit. It's a little bit messy in here right now. I just, I just never been in a new situation, so I want to kind of see what the, what's going on. Well, no, the last time, the last time someone I knew toured a uh, Capitol building, they ended up doing four years, so. <laughs> hold, on, hold on a second. I gotta, I gotta make sure. I gotta make sure some things are turned over. If there's anything out here, there's not oh, really yeah, much fair. going. Not really much going on here, and so like that. So is uh, this your office then? Yes, yeah, is my office. It's right, just, man. Yeah, just a little refrigerator. It's not huge or whatever, but you make do. So that's awesome, man. Congrats Pretty on your cool. success. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Like. I knew when you, I knew, I met you at, at like, uh, Hill was leaving town for Florida and that's where I met you originally. Yep. And like, I, I knew you were going to win somehow. I just kind of got, like, I, I usually have a good instinct for that. I was only wrong about two people that were running out of like four or five people that I met. And, and like, I was like, I, I knew you, you were really reserved and smart. And I'm just like, we need, I can tell in your eyes, you have rapid eye movement and you like think about stuff. And I'm, I'm like, okay, I'm like, this, this is kind of a good guy. And I was kind of hyped to see what you do. And <laughs> I mean, so far, so good, man. To be honest, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad I'm uh, I'm glad I'm uh, working out so far. You know, make sure you're always honest with me if I'm if I'm messing up. I'll say that. <laughs> no, to so. no doubt, man. I got no I got no reason to lie ever, man. I mean, other I mean, unless you're pulling me over or something, I don't really have a reason to lie. Oh, you know? okay. <laughs> I'm just joking. But uh, <laughs> but no, I appreciate it, man. Like, oh, what? That's crazy, though, man. Um, that's just crazy, man. Like, I was I was in Jeff C. not too long ago. I, I've seen the Capitol from the outside, and I, and I you have to, you have to, I went in there to, I, I ran for uh, uh, Congress against Corey Bush, so I, ha I had to um, go there to sign that document, all the stuff, to, like, to, yeah, to yeah, register yeah. and stuff. Yeah. But that's the only time I've ever been there, and, and I do shows in Jeff City all the time, so I see the Capitol. I, uh, you know Jay Fenny's downtown? Yes. You yeah. been there yet? Yeah, all the not, a lot of I've there. not been there yet, but I, I, I know where it is. Yeah, yeah, that's why that's I do, do a lot of... Uh, do a lot of comedy shows there and a lot of state reps hang out there too. I've met a couple of like, good guys out there. Oh, yeah. And like this one guy, you know, Michael person yet? No, no. 
Okay, he's pretty. He's a Democrat, but he's pretty on point, though. I mean, I, I usually don't say those two things together, but he, <laughs> but, he but, but he was he was he's pretty on point. I met him down there, and like, there, there's you got a lot of good guys around you, man. And like, and like, I and I think our governor's still awesome. But I'm saying like, I, I just want to see the bar raised a little bit, you know? Like, I I, do, I still think he's awesome, but I, mm-hmm. I think Missouri's got a lot of good politics going, and I'm I'm, I'm like a, I'm like a fanboy of politics almost. Like, I just I just like how our state's doing it, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, the office is always open here. If uh, any of you guys ever feel like taking the trip down the Jeff city and everything like that. Always, you can always give uh, my office a call. We're always happy to give you the tour or whatever, see if we can get you up in the um, uh, higher piece that a lot of the, the public can't get to as well. So you can see some of the dome of it as well. You know, if you want to, you don't want to take it up. Come down. Yeah. Come, come on down. Like I said, just, I'll, be, I'll, be there in, I'll be there in two hours. I'm just, uh, <laughs> I'm just joking. Hopefully, hopefully I'm asleep in two hours. So I don't know if I can help you there. <laughs> Yeah, I do a lot of shows in Jeff City and like the Lake of the Ozarks area, so I'll definitely be out there like a, a couple times. Yeah. I mean, I got a couple, couple things planned. But no, I, I definitely will take you up on that. That sounds cool, man. Like, any, any other questions? I mean, this, anybody else got any questions? Really? Yeah, yeah. If uh, you know, I'm happy to answer any more questions. Uh, if there's any more, if there's not any more, I'm gonna probably go ahead and uh, sign off here with you guys. Just get on. Those, I don't have any uh, more questions. Red, red license plates, man. <laughs> so I'll, I'll make a note of it. I'll go. I'll go talk to. Uh, I'll go talk to Dor about that. <laughs> Someone here tonight. I appreciate it. No, I appreciate uh, yeah. your time. Yeah, it was. A, it was a pleasure being on. And um, like I said, I look forward to continuing to serve the state here. And uh, feel free to always reach out. Reach out to my office. Uh, we're always happy to help. Always happy to listen and uh, see what we can do to uh, make the state even better. Well, yeah, well, God bless you, Hicks, and I appreciate you like making Missouri look awesome and keep keep doing it, man. Like keep representing us well, you know. Okay. All right, thank you. You guys take care. Hey, God that bless. Thanks. God bless, man. Thanks, Doug. Bam. That guy, that guy was on point, man. Like that was a super on point. Yeah, man. I like him. You know, yeah. it, the you hear, it, it, and that's it's a shame that I forget what amendment it was. Was it the seventeenth that like? got rid of the direct election of senators that kind of connected state government to uh, to federal government where the state state legislatures elected the uh, elected the uh, uh, senators mm-hmm. before I thought, that. It was the, I thought it was the mass murder of the south uh, no that was that was one of the earlier ones um, <laughs> yeah oh, that was the, that was the federal government's earlier work oh we're getting, we're getting a little darker now huh um, <laughs> Well, now, yeah, now, now I don't have, yeah, we don't have, we don't have a rock star to state rep on here that can ruin their career. So now, so now, now nice we though, you know, you, you, you get a, uh, you, you see a lot more of that. Like, I mean, obviously not, not everybody's that good. that's in those positions, but you know, you'll, those people are more accessible. Like you can just go take a meeting with them. You know, they really are there representing you, um, a lot of the time. And um and like i said before you don't have that special so much special interest money coming at them and and uh not that there's not some of that i'm sure but it's uh but it's not you know it's nice it's nice that that you 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 feel like you actually the representation is actually there and you actually have somebody's ear you know and and politics politics is a very dirty game it is extremely dirty. And I liked I liked what he said about the media and how he didn't just call out one side of the media because both sides of the media do this. 
Like we, we got to realize that our entire lives, we, we grew up as kids going to school, coming home, watching the news with our parents. And we learned to trust those news sources. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I, I, I know they were different back then. I don't know exactly how much different because I was a kid, but we learned to trust those news sources and, and they exploited us over that. All of yeah, them they, on both they sides. Were, they weren't as like people kind of, th- I think people kind of jumped to the conclusion that because they weren't so far left that they weren't like biased back then. It, were, it was just that, that, uh, politics the overton window was in a different place at the time you know and they were just operating within that but it was all still uh you know it was all still you you know you just with that system uh with with you know in order to make any money doing doing television you have to sell advertisements right uh in order to make any money doing this you have to sell advertisements you know and so right, right. you're at the you're at the so you're you're if you can't sell advertisements while taking a certain angle, then uh, then you have to shift your angle to uh, that of your advertisers. And so, you know, any for as long as that's been the system since people were, you know, since, uh, you know, newscaster news anchors were smoking Chesterfields on the Chesterfield News Hour. You know, it, it's, uh, you know, there's always been. There's always been influence, you know. I feel like I wouldn't let that ultimately write your checks. I think a lot of people do let that affect me, but I don't think I'd let that affect me. I mean, I I have certain sponsors that are super like Republican as well, like like Revolution Coffee or like uh, or uh, Luxury's Bastard Beard Oil. They're like way more Republican. They like that I'm Republican and all that stuff. But a lot of these well, you're forced to take a you're forced to take a pro hot sauce position. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fair. Yeah, yeah. B- big hot sauce is really influencing uh, my decisions here. Like, yeah, but, but no. It's, but, 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 I can really see like most of my sponsors on the show. Most of my sponsors just care about numbers. Like that's all they give a fuck about. They they want to have a famous person attached to the brand, and then they want to and they want to have numbers, and they don't really give a fuck if I'm Republican or wrong. You know, they just uh they just hmm. they just uh yeah they they just, are you still in the I I am not anything anymore. You libertarian. I, 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 I'm not even libertarian. I I, com- I checked completely out of politics. Oh, okay. That's interesting. You were Republican yeah. for a long time. I was, yeah. Yeah. I started out life as a uh, Democrat and then switched over Republican, and now I'm nothing. And uh, I like it that way. I don't even really pay attention to politics anymore. That's the pl- that's a way to do it. You know, I mean, it's everything's a matter of right and wrong, not a matter of you know parties and uh, you know there's going to be certain parties that represent your interests better than others generally but it's at the end of the day you're you're you know it if you if you think in terms of party first then you're going to end up uh supporting things that you wouldn't otherwise support you know and absolutely yeah that's that's a strong point mike i I agree yeah yeah you got to think of everything in terms of good and evil you got to have a firm moral foundation or you know where you're gonna get swept up in 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 uh you know in things that benefit other Political people rigam- not your not your nation yeah align to your own foundation not somebody else's yeah and that that's where i'm at you know so i i can i can take information and accept what i want to accept and not accept what i don't want to accept i don't have to tie myself to a political party you know and and i won't because yeah I, I've seen it on both sides. You know, I've, I've seen the craziness on both sides. So 
I didn't know this was going to be a political podcast tonight. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard not to get political. But it's been good. Days, you know? No, it is. And speak, speaking of sponsors, uh, like one of the sponsors is watching right now. That's kind of funny. So, like, it's like and like Steve, uh, Steve Ravenberg, he's one of the, well, one of his, uh, his glamping company in the beginning was, uh, it's like notglamping.com. He, uh, he, he's Republican. He was, at, he was, he, Mike, he was, and he was are actually you, at the. Are you doxing him right now? No, no, no. He's, he's in the comments. He's in the comments. <laughs> His okay. name's already on the screen. His name's on the screen next to your face. He, uh, but, well, uh, this this is a very hard screen to read, and if I tilt my head at the right angle, there's that like <laughs> in my ear. It's like an yeah. axle falling off. He was at that. He was at that, uh, that, that Italian restaurant debate. Remember? But when I when I first met you, Mike, he he was. Remember that debate at the Italian restaurant? Oh yeah. Okay. He's there. I always say my my my. Was, oh wait, there. who is there? Steve Ravenberg, the, one of the sponsors for uh, the notglamping.com, he owns that. He oh, was, was um was he one he of the guys the, that got up and uh, and and uh, criticized you for cursing? No, he hung out with them and just like they thought he was one of them. So he like oh nice yeah we had spies in there <laughs> we had spies in there but uh but no yeah he was one of the guys there and um my, and, and you get little, my greatest regret is not filming that that is literally um, the greatest regret of my life i wish i, I wish i could just like show, like i try to tell people about that i wish i could just like show people that yeah no i wish because you've got the you've got the the black phone snitch meme guy you know the guy that's like on on his phone you know <laughs> uh with the teal shirt like that that actual guy was there and and anthony told him to uh shut the fuck up and sit the fuck down because he was like asking and patronizing did. questions and he, and he did. did and he did he did good boy good boy but, uh... <laughs> it was and i had never met anthony before we went there because we were we were friends with alex Furman, the libertarian nominee uh who was running against uh anthony um and and so we went there to just like because i guess our buddy luke rolfing had had uh had somehow like had connected with anthony and and knew that this thing was happening and so we were going there to like lightly heckle him not knowing anything about anthony right it was just going to be like a light-hearted kind of like uh you know i, I don't know what but <laughs> but we get there and we get there and it was just the wildest thing I've ever seen. You know, they're like, "Oh, we've got this uh, special guest, uh, uh, Anthony <laughs> Rogers, uh, who's who's the nominee for state rep, uh, and we, or not? I'm sorry, not state rep, uh, House House of Representatives, you know, District One, and mm. and uh, he's gonna say a few words. And Anthony gets up, he's like, "Well, yeah, my fucking opponent's a literal fucking communist who lives in a fucking car." Uh, so like, you know, you're, you're kind of fucking retarded if you don't vote for me, something like that. And just, just talking a mile a minute, you know, and, and yeah, then, then the, the phone snitch guy gets up and he's like, <laughs> like, oh, uh, uh, how many, how many, uh, people are in your, uh, are in your congressional district? And Anthony's like. Or he's like, I want to know if you know how many people are in your district. He's like, Anthony's like, yes. Next question. And he's like, how many? He's like, you, what, dude, you don't have Google? It's like, just, I want to know if you know. 700,000. The guy's like, actually, it's actually, actually, it's 730,000. And Anthony's like, oh, you fucking got me. And then he tries to ask another question. He's like, no, you asked your fucking question. Sit the fuck down. No, shut up. Sit the fuck down. And he did. He did. <laughs> He like did, and I'm just, I'm sitting there, remember, I walked into this not knowing a thing about Anthony, 
<laughs> I, I walk into this and, and see that and I'm just like I'm just too slack jawed to take my phone out and film this incredible exchange uh, again my literally the greatest regret of my life like, what are you going to do they were, they were like do you think you have a chance to win I'm like yes next question I answer everything yeah. like yes and no's. I'm like yes uh, next and, and, and like I was monitoring they, my own they, uh, they they lied. They're just like, okay, well, we're gonna wrap up a little early because of the football game tonight. It's like the Rams had left the had left St. Louis. Like, what football game? Uh, you know, they just like made something up. And we walk to the bar. We're talking over there. We hear them like start the meeting back up. They were just trying to get rid of Anthony. <laughs> I'm like, hey, you want to come back to my house and uh, be degenerates? And Anthony's like, yes. The greatest thing of that campaign for me was flipping it on Fox 2 and seeing Anthony Ryder's name on there and a freaking cartoon of his face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The official I was rolling. Photo. And, you, and you, beat, you beat two uh, uh, live action people for, for, for the uh, nomination. <laughs> Well, and and then and then like uh, like the news the news during the main election they're like like we're not using a cartoon we're not gonna be made fools of again you know and, and then I didn't even send them a picture so so they couldn't even use a picture. they had like a silhouette the next time and they're like we'll never be looking we won't be looking like fools again you know it was, it was like not this time. I had a good time with that. character yet yeah. I can't wait till I'm governor you know it's gonna be great but uh but dude so I wish they I wish they had a I wish they had like the silhouette and then like a little question mark over your face. Like who's that Pokemon? Who's yeah. that Pokemon? <laughs> Dude, that's funny. All right, all right. Uh, I'm gonna get edgier now. Hey, Michaela, do you care if I read uh, read uh, jokes I have? Are you gonna get mad? Uh, I don't get mad. I want your reaction. I want your reaction to trans. I don't. I don't get mad anymore since I started estrogen. All right. I want. I want your natural reaction. Don't bullshit me. I want your natural reaction to jokes. Okay. If they're funny, if they're bullshit, I want. I just want a real. And if you don't watch this podcast, you're racist and transphobic because because uh, we had, we had a one percent black uh, representative on here, and we, and we have a trans woman on here. So if you don't watch this podcast, you're transphobic and racist. I just want to let you know. Uh, but that has nothing to do with you, Michaela. I'm just letting you know the viewers that are if you're not watching this, that if you're not one of the 274 people watching this right now, you're fucking racist and you're transphobic. That's all. That's my point. All right, let me just get my set real fast. Let me see what I got here. It starts I'm both with of those things, and I'm on here. So, <laughs> but uh, where's okay? Where's let me see if this is uh, this is now this is edgy podcast YouTube entertainment. This is <laughs> I'm just joking. All right, yeah. so where does it go? Where hey, where's the jokes? Okay, I was like, shouldn't we just call fat people they them? What do you think of that joke? <laughs> <laughs> Is that it? Michaela, what's your vote? Thumbs up, thumbs down? Uh, it's okay. It's okay. Okay. We'll get, we'll get on. I'm yeah, like, it's not. It's not I, I, didn't really, I didn't really bust up laughing to that one. Okay. We'll keep going. But we'll the, 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 yeah, they might they might get better as we go. Who knows? Hopefully. Uh, that's the goal, but I don't know. You're like, ah, I go, I'm not transphobic. I don't hate them because they're trans. I hate them because they're women. What do you think about that one? Yeah, uh, it's okay. Man, I'm failing this class right now. I'm failing this class. Okay, hang on. One I second. mean, why, why would you hate women though? Like, like women burst you. Well, no, women didn't. A woman did. To get into that. Right. <laughs> all right. All right. Next. 
I feel like I'm bombing. I feel like I'm bombing right now, and I'm not used to this. Because usually I only bomb Akusamanos. So it's like, um, <laughs> so, um, I already made this joke earlier, though. So I'm gonna read it again. Though I was like, I was like, I'm like, I'm like, why is everyone coming out as trans? It's like you're born a dude, and you want to, and you want to fuck that up. You want to be a woman, the second best gender. Why fuck up being a man? What do you think about that one? Thumbs up, thumbs down. It's it's. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe work on them a little bit. That one. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna workshop it. We're gonna have the transgender to go with like, Elon Musk is what a dumbass thinks a smart person sounds like. Really that one. Man, I've crickets, motherfucker. Fuck you guys. I thought you were all my well, friends. Uh, look, I no look, I no fake. Laugh. I'm on the Florida Coast. Gonna, <laughs> he said it was gonna be edgy. I, Do something racial. Okay. Um, like, like I'm on the Florida Space Coast, and I went and watched SpaceX satellites get launched in the in the sky last night, and Elon Musk is behind that. So, I mean, I can't really call the guy that dumb. Okay. If well, he's watching SpaceX satellites in the sky. All right. Well, let's get out of here. Uh, all these pronouns are confusing. I don't They're know. Still what to like call him because he's South African. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I like him because he's half black. All right. All these pronouns are confusing. I don't know what to call anyone anymore. Can we just go back to calling them all faggots? Nice. No laughter. That's that's what I, no, that's, an, a, that's, an applause, that's an applause line. You get applause for that, not laughs. No laughs that's at what, all. That's what like, modern comedy is all about. It's all about getting applause and, and not right. telling any jokes at all. Well, I thought it was edgy enough. I thought it was edgy enough to get like laughs, but it didn't work. Okay. Hopefully it goes better in Hawaii. He's a fan of me. But uh, I didn't want to. I didn't want my mic. I've, I've heard like I've heard most of these because you always you're like yo I'm at Kusamanos. come out and and. Yeah, watch me do jokes that I'm going to try to tell you again later. That's true. I think I heard some of these on TikTok too one time. Did you I think these are really. TikTok? I think these are really offensive. <laughs> well, so I'm going to get this uh, get laugh out of Caleb, but no laughs at all. Okay, so these just suck. Okay, from TikTok. Uh, I was wondering if I'm. Uh, is burlesque French for fat? Is that a good joke? That's good. Yeah, that's a good one. That was a sport. Michaela doesn't laugh at it. Okay, I need to get I need to get a I need to get a joke from Ken to laugh. I wrote this joke. It's like I saw a guy with a desert storm in Vietnam veteran hat. He lost a lot of wars. I don't know. Man, these, I need I need to write a new set. I'm gonna I'm bombing like uh, I feel like uh, I feel like Sean Brennan right now. It's like a, <laughs> uh, it's like a participation award. All four. Yeah, I didn't uh, even not drunk enough to be Sean Brennan. My goal, yeah, fair or or fat enough. My uh, my goal was basically to make Michaela laugh at a trans joke, but it didn't work. So I, I failed as a human being today. At my yeah, we got more all that all that you know. Yeah, take it. Right. Yeah, it's, awesome. it's, it's probably just bad writing, but uh, but uh, it was like uh, what is this? Okay, this one uh, I actually wrote this after a conversation with Mike. We were talking, so Mike probably heard half this because it's probably half his idea. But uh, I was like uh. <laughs> I was like, black people think that white people don't season their food because they've only had white people food in prisons, hospitals, and schools. That's not a proper representation for food. You know that we conquered the known world chasing spices. I don't know. It's true. It's, a, and it's another just... applause line, you know? Yeah, yeah, good white audience. Good, good whites-only audience. You know, that'll go over well. <laughs> whites-only audience? <laughs> yeah, I think Hawaii, Hawaii, Hawaii is still segregated, isn't it? Oh yeah, they hate white people there. They're the it. southern. They're the southernmost state. People don't realize that. That's Hawaii is. Mm-hmm. 
had no I idea. Yeah, that's probably true as fuck. Holy shit. Longitudes and latitudes. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. That's totally true. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're going to change the subject uh, instead of me bombing. To Guam? We're going to change the subject to Guam. Yeah. I'm like, man, I should just stick to podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> There's still like I don't know. There's, there's some audience. It, I, like it sounds like they've heard the the jokes before. So well, I wanted your express. I wanted to see if I could get you to laugh at a trans joke, but it didn't work out. That was my goal, but it didn't work out. So maybe next time I'll get better. I'll get write some better jokes. Okay. Yeah. Next time. <laughs> next time. So uh, why do you have a? I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of hard for me because you know I I relate with people a lot more than I used to. You know, I, I didn't know about how this journey was going to be until I, I got on this journey. You know, I had an idea uh, of how it would be, and that's why I waited so long to, to do it. So, and now I, I, I relate with people a lot more, and I understand, I, I get what people go through, and I, I have empathy for people now. So, it's kind of hard for me to, like, I, I really feel bad for, for some of the people out there that have been dealt a shit show in life. You know, it's really, it, it's, it's really sad to see, you know, so. You did become a woman, I can tell. <laughs> I mean, look, at, look at my truck. I'll just say you care about people now. That's such a woman thing to say. But, uh, <laughs> I do. I, I do care about people, you know, and I, I, I want, I, like, I want everybody to succeed. I want everybody to be happy and succeed. You know, and that's, you know, and that's, and I used to have this mentality of, you know, suck it up. If your life sucks, fuck you. My life sucks too. You can suck it up. And I, and I don't really feel like that anymore. I, I understand. I get it. I, 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 I understand it. It's, it, it's a bitch. And, and instead of telling people to fuck off and suck it up, wouldn't it be great if we could help each other succeed? You know, like if we could all, everybody, and I'm talking about everybody. You know, help each other succeed, and and you know, it's kind of uh, it might seem like a lost cause, and it might be in some kind of ways, but in, in my core values, that's how I feel. Well, I you think know, that's what so we're, we're kind of merging tribes and stuff. I mean, we, we I mean, I think that with like everybody like has a crazy like fan base kind of in the conversation. I feel like that's kind of what tonight was like. You know, the concept of like uh, just getting a bunch of people together with like fans and shit. You know, and like just talk. I mean, we got like. 300 people watching this somehow. Like I remember doing this stuff and I'd have like five people like watching. You, you start with five and I, and I was one of them on like YouTube on my phone, you know, I was, I was like one of the guys like watching the comments on my phone. It'd be like five people are on here. And I'm like, I'm like, Oh wow. That's like 272. It's crazy. You know what I mean? It's like, that's not bad. I mean, it's not like Joe Rogan numbers, but it's still not bad. You know, it's pretty damn good. I mean, it is the Anthony Rogers show. So well, plus like, everybody, I mean, Mike and Carl yeah. have a huge show and they, they have a huge telegram of like 18,000 people that they, they, uh, their show is on and I'm on that network with them and stuff. So, I mean, that helped out. And then Sean's a rock star. I mean, he has a bigger fan base than me. And like, um, and then yeah. like, uh, we had a state ramp and then, you know, so, I mean, it makes sense why I, I don't know why they're still here, but I mean, I know why. They <laughs> <laughs> it's because Carl's so pretty. Yeah. Carl is. Like, Carl's in. That's a half hour ago. Yeah. I'm not here anymore. <laughs> But you know, I, I've been I've, enjoying being I've here with y'all. You know, this, I've been <laughs> writing, <laughs> drawing. It's a good doodle. You're, uh, you're. It's not too bad. Yeah. Garfield. Your, uh, Garfield, your video great. is now. It's now like a repetitive, like gah, 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 instead of instead of like cutting it apart in like a weird like cubist way. So it's uh, I, we yeah, can actually hear you now, Carl. Yeah. No, you no. That you sound good now. 
I mean, still choppy, but it's like a tremolo effect rather than, yeah, rather than like some Pablo Picasso nightmare. But you look yeah, better. it's much better. You look, you look better than you sound, you know? Yeah, and you look Thank great. You. you look amazing. Yeah, no, not, <laughs> to, yeah, not to make this I got my you, look, you look good so in green, Carl. There you go. It's a hot tie. <laughs> yeah, I see what you did there. So where are we taking this from here? Like, how do we possibly make this better? We have 280 people watching right now. I feel like a, I feel like a oh, man. That's a, a yeah. That's a, a high bar. It's a waste just to leave, you know. But I feel like I, I almost I'm gonna do it to him, you know. I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just joking. Leave the people but, uh, wanting more, you know. Yeah, yeah. So look at this. Look, look, can you guys see the comments? What is this? Uh, this all I mean, out? Uh, yeah. <laughs> The screen's literally from like 1988. So, dude, that's the best comment we've had. What is this about? It's about nothing. Yeah, basically. My God. That's the great thing about it. Yeah. Thank you for even watching. And let's bring up another controversial story. Micah fired me for my first radio job. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, no way. For being too edgy. For being too edgy. You've told me that story a bunch of times. I didn't, I didn't put a bunch two of times. together there. No, well, that's not fun if everybody already heard it. But the, the people listening probably well, haven't. But, well, uh, the people listening haven't. So, what's this all about? Thanks. Well, I, are you are you wanting me to tell the story? Yeah, you should tell the story. And I'll tell the story. Just to be just to be to be funny. You should tell it at okay, the same so... time and talk over each other. Okay, deal. Uh-huh. I'm just joking. <laughs> I I don't want to tell the story. I, I no, really don't. You have to. It's funny. I think it's funny. I'm not like I'm not mad at it. I just think it's funny. Um, go ahead, Anthony. You 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 can tell it. I'll uh, I'll back you up. <laughs> All right, tell me where it's wrong. Tell me where it's right. Yeah. So so we had uh, yeah yeah. Thumbs uh, up if it's right. Thumbs down if it's wrong. Deal, deal. Anthony, so so uh, your advances before before that a I thumb? even that's a long yeah. thumb. Yeah, it's weird that's seeing it in a green screen on your computer. It's so weird. So it's cool. not. It's because these lights. It's not a green screen. This is this is real. No, look at Mike's. Uh, look at no. Mike's I've got a literal IBM. green screen. Oh, it's oh, that yeah. Okay. From, yeah, he has an old like, Nineteen eighty-eight. Yeah. But it, okay, Normally so use it as a prop, and uh, yeah, this is the first time I've actually used it for a live stream. I had always intended to, uh, so but great. dreaded the day because it's very painful in the eyes. It's so great, though. I in the ears. The important business meeting is awesome. And if you're watching this also, check out important business meeting. Uh, Google it. Uh, you go to Murder the Media's Rumble, uh, Murder the Media, or uh, rumble.com slash user slash Murder the Media. And uh, they, they have a podcast on there. They do this, like, 80s kind of uh, a podcast called Important Business Meeting, and it's it's, it's epic, man. There's, it's actually yeah, it's like can, a very original idea for a podcast. So if well, you're watching that. You. If you if you don't remember that link, it's uh, you can also just go to mtm.show. We bought that so that you can just – Type type in something short, and it takes you right to the Rumble. We've also got a uh, which will take you to our new YouTube channel, Splorf TV. Uh, thank you, and thank you, Murder the Media, for ba- uh, backing uh, my stupid cell phone show as well. And uh, I, I really I really appreciate it. And like, uh, but uh, but to get back to where it all started, this is where this is where the show, the Anthony Rodgers show, started. Uh, Micah owned a station the called, edge, the edge, yeah. called the Edge. Kayla, yeah, uh, yeah, the Edge yeah. is a, a Texas radio station. And it, it started there, and like uh, we we had this um we started getting like 
out of nowhere, we just had big guests. I have no idea how I pulled it off, to be honest with you. I, I could act like I knew what I was doing, but I, I didn't. I was like an idiot in my apartment. Anthony has always pulled big guests. Yes. Yeah, somehow. I have no idea how. Like, like one of the first yeah. was like Jordan Belfort. Like, because I was like, you well, asked. Ones, and I was on, uh, yeah, basically. Yeah, basically. But it's just, you know, like, scared like, to ask. It's 90% of it. It's just asking. Fair, people. fair. It's weird yeah. that they say yes. I don't, is more than, you, you do. It's more that it's weird that they say yes to me more so than I ask, but but it's like uh, or even answer me. But no, so we started there and we started getting like big guests and stuff, and then we were just uh, my buddy Bruce and I would just fuck with all the other DJs that that uh, Mike had to deal with. Mike had to babysit both of us, and uh, we would uh, we would basically um we, we would just make fun of all the other D- all the other DJs like relentlessly, like like just fucking relentlessly, and like and like we were just like uh. Like one guy even had cancer. We made fun of having cancer, but it was like you know, I kind of regret that one a little bit. But that that was kind of funny. And then, uh, and then like, uh, I, and like you know, I, I I don't know. I just like I was working in the oil field at that time. I was out there doing pipeline X-rays, and I had people like blowing up my phone constantly. I I had no like cell phone service. And then I have like 150 messages on my phone. <laughs> and I'm like, I can't deal with this shit right now. <laughs> so, I mean, in, in some ways, you, you did what you were supposed to do, you know, in, in some ways. <laughs> I feel like the only, so mistake you made, up that. the only mistake you made, I feel like, was telling me I could say whatever I want. And like, <laughs> yeah, that's, and that's how I am. I believe in personal freedom. And I believe people should yeah. be able to say whatever they want. But I also had a, a brand that was going national at the time. And and there were some some lines, you know, that I had to I had to watch, you know. Yeah, yeah. And the, so we, that, uh, the cancer thing with with with, you know, with that DJ, um, that was that was something I had to like. I, I didn't want to make that decision. You know, I love you, dude. I always have. You know, I didn't yeah. want to make that decision, but I what, like. Don't feel sad about it. It's funny to me. This is this is all. Funny I'm not sad. I, yeah. Just make, make sure. I think it's hilarious. Okay. So and then um. The, so so we do this thing. I think the the thing that got me fired the first time, and I was fired, rehired, fired, rehired. It was, it was uh, the first time I got fired. I asked what was the best song to kill yourself to, and like people were just getting so mad. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't for me, right? That was from somewhere else. Yeah, that was on the that was on the Facebook feed. You gave me admin access to the edge. They had like forty. Oh yeah. And I was just like, I was like, I was like, I was like, what's the best song to kill yourself to? And everybody got all mad. And then like one of the girl DJs goes, "You have a small dick, probably, or something like that." And I go, "I can literally oh. see you have small tits." Like, what are you talking about? I can literally <laughs> tell. Like, she got so mad, and then and then like this whole thing happened where the edge just turned into a station where all the DJs were shit talking the, the morning show because we went from afternoon to morning show pretty fast too. Because like, uh, uh, Micah had a show, but she uh she would uh, work in the oil Michaela, yeah. So I went from afternoon to morning, and then um and then everybody was so pissed. Get my fucking name show. right, Anthony. <laughs> it's been like well, a year. Well, you were Mike. wait what? I said, get get my fucking name right. It's Michaela. Well, when I was telling the story, you were Mike. Oh, I was I was still Mike back. Okay, yeah, all right. You were Mike. You were yeah. Mike. That's where I keep fucking up. But that's where I'm like I'm like uh, you you. you it's like that was shit was so funny to me. I'm literally just like just talking shit. I'm like in my girlfriend's apartment, just like making fun of everybody. And like um, and we we had a fucking like we started with like a like a oh a tablet. I'm like interviewing Guar with like an Amazon Fire tablet. It was like, like, like all these, like, and, then, and, then, and then I would have like a setup too. I'd have a cell phone and a tablet like this. And I'd like interview people on speakerphone and I have a tablet record it. And, and that's how I would do it in the beginning. And like, uh, 
And I loved it because it was real. I loved it because it was freaking real. It was it was awesome. Yeah, we just we would just roast everybody. And uh, McCandler didn't want to be in the middle of it, basically. I can tell he like took like a neutral, uh, neutral stance. It was just like, well, my fucking wife's yelling at me. All my best friends are yelling at me. All like I put a lot of pressure, and I, and I understand that. But it was just it was like to me, it's a funny story to tell back. I don't I don't get emotional about it. I think it's kind of funny. And like um, it, it's where everything starts, you know. And like uh, and I think that we had, I mean, we were just interviewing like huge porn stars and huge stars for like no reason. I have no idea. Like everyone else was going yeah. for like local acts or something, and I was just like, fuck local bands, you know. What I mean, I still feel that way. And like um. And I, and I think that, like, uh, like, you know what I mean? Fuck the local scene. Like, fuck the local scene. If it was doing shit, it wouldn't be called the local scene. It'd just be called the scene. You know what I mean? So it's just like, I'm just saying, like, like, like fuck don't, if, you, if you have a, let me, let me say this. If you have a band, don't stay local. Get in your fucking van and tour. Yeah. Get in your van and go city to city, state to state, and get your name out there. Because if you put your faith in any local scene, you're screwed. You're screwed from the beginning. You might as well pack up and go home. Get your yeah, ass in your van, go state to state and tour. Yeah, this is like the That's best show in the universe, not the best show in St. Charles. You know what I mean? That's like how I feel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I'm boring Carl now. Carl's like, he's like looking for an exit strategy. I'm having a great time. He's like, <laughs> I want to know what song or the uh, the best song to off yourself to. Well, I don't think they necessarily answered it. They just got sad. And they just like bitched about it. Like like some people answered, I think. I don't know, like my answer or like what they well, my answer would be uh I don't know. I put like some sh- really shitty song on loop to where the person that found me has to listen to it. You know, like, like but, uh, or something. You know what I mean? But I can understand why people would be upset about that though, because like I I know personally know people that have committed suicide, you know, and and I, so I can and and, and I, but I don't now, know what song they were listening to. to. Like, but I don't. I don't know if they're listening I to a song. I, I, I have no idea. I, I have no idea. But, but I mean, uh, I, I can understand. I mean, I mean, suicide awareness is a big thing. Yeah, I don't want anybody checking out. You know, I want I want everybody to be happy and healthy and successful. Well, That's I, what I, I want. I wasn't aware of it until tonight. I looked it up while you guys were talking about it. I, I, I don't. I've never heard. Whatever of it. you do, don't try it. And uh, <laughs> but I don't you know the saying. one. It's the one thing I've done right my entire life is uh, not killing myself. But I mean, okay, so cancel culture, for example, everything like, else. But never like, cancel culture means, to me, cancel culture is insane. I've been I've been fired from everything I've ever done because people just get mad all the time. And, and so this is nothing new. It's just funny because this is the podcast where the Anthony Rogers show started. And uh, but I'm saying like, uh, oh, it's like me being like, I can't. I don't like that the president can't form a sentence, but he doesn't get fired. You know what I mean? It's like it's like I don't like that everyone's an idiot around me, but they don't get fired. You know I mean, it's, it's, and I don't. I don't even want that. I don't think anybody should have their 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 livelihood jeopardized because of a disagreement. And that's like more or less how I feel. And I feel freedom of press, freedom of speech, and I also feel like for your sake, uh, freedom of business. I mean, you're able to make a business decision because it's your business, and I. That's why. I mean, I can see every side of it at this point. You know what I mean? I mean, and at any point really. And I think it's kind of funny. It's like. Uh, I think everything in the world's like full circle right now. And it's, it's fun. It's fun. And it just reminded me tonight. That's where it all started. I mean, your radio show or your radio station where it's all started. Thanks for the, even giving me an opportunity when, when no one even would at that time. I mean, I mean, I, I don't think anybody believed in me whatsoever as far. I'm not even, I didn't even believe me at the times. I didn't know I could do it. You know what I mean? I've, just, I've always, I've always 100% believed in you, Anthony, 100%. I don't know. You've always had my back. I appreciate that. And even, you know, go back to kill the goat days. And, and and back be, and, and so uh, I met Anthony on Craigslist, and uh, 
<laughs> should I say what section? So should I say what section it was? What, what section was? It? I don't remember this. What section was it? It was the musician section. That's okay. Right, you played drums. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I played drums and and Anthony, Anthony. <laughs> no, Anthony was a singer, and I was trying to start a band up at the time. It was right before I was in What Was Lost. This was like right before What Was Lost started, and Anthony was was a singer. I played drums and. And Anthony came over to my house, and that's, and I, I knew as soon as he walked in that this dude was was uh, different than than other people, and I, I knew this dude had a future, and I knew this dude was going to kick ass in life, and, and that's what you've done, you know. So, and that's what you continue to do, and it doesn't matter uh, if somebody gets mad and shuts you down, or I didn't get mad, but if somebody you know shuts out down what you're doing, you you find a way to keep moving forward, and you always will, and that's what sets you apart from ninety nine point nine percent of other people out there. Well, thanks. No, I appreciate that. And like, uh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, we were. We I pretended to be. I walked as a singer. My, Mike's actually a very good singer. Like I, I uh, like uh, Mike. Uh, the not not Michaela. Mike in the corner. But uh, no, he's uh, he's actually a damn good fucking singer. And like, I like that's why it's kind of funny for you to say that I was a singer in front of him. I I feel like I tried to be, but I was. <laughs> I definitely tried really hard to be. But uh, but no, I, I wasn't much of a musician. That's why I went to comedy. And I, and I tell Sean that all Sean uh, goes like uh. Sean Danielson, I tell him that all the time. I, I go, if I was talented, I'd be in a band. You know, I'm just not talented. So I, I went into other things. And, like, uh, you also backed me on, like, running for office. You were one of the first press I had uh, whenever I ran for office. Nobody touched the story because everybody's, like, worshiping the ground that illiterate moron walked on or, or wobbled on, I guess. But uh, it was just like, you know, it was just like uh, – <laughs> but, like, it was just like uh, – but you were one of the first press I had, too, with you with your show on. Uh, and I appreciate that, too, man. So I know it's like everything's, like, in a weird full circle kind of way right now. I'm, I'm noticing, like uh, – like, I mean, kind of, I don't know how many listeners know this story, but um, my mom's like very sick. So I'm actually in a basement yeah. in, her, in my parents' house because I'm a, not because I'm a loser. Well, that's different. It's just two different reasons. Because I'm unrelated. Because I'm, yeah, I know. Yeah, they're unrelated. But, uh, but no, I'm actually helping my mom. So and I feel like she's about to be on her last part of like being sick. And she's like, we got her walking now. We got her eating full meals and stuff. We got her, we got her straight kicking ass right now. And I'm really proud of all the progress, but that's just one yeah. of the examples of it being full circle. And another thing is like meeting Mike and Carl. I mean, I was one of the people I feel like, I, uh, correct me where I'm wrong. I feel like when I hung out with Carl the first time, I'm like, you need to be a comedian. Like immediately I'm just like, you need to be a fucking comedian. You're cracking yep. the fuck up. No one makes me laugh. Like, like you're hilarious. And then, talking. Yeah. You told me that. So, and I, the first times I met Carl. Yeah. And then uh, same with Mike too. I mean, I, I saw a potential in everybody on this screen. Everybody's been on the show, to be honest. I saw potential like like to, uh, tonight. Everybody's on the show tonight. But I'm saying like uh, it's almost full circles. Like we used to talk about doing. I mean, Mike and Carl used to talk about having a podcast, and then now they have one, and they have like a decent listener base, and then people actually give a fuck about what they say, and like that's rare in podcasts. I mean, everybody has a podcast. It's awesome. Not everybody has, yeah. Not everybody has listeners, <laughs> you know. And I think that's the yeah. that's the most important thing. And like I feel like this weird full circle thing. Like everybody kind of like uh, we, we went from like talking about this and. In Mike's kitchen to like to, to now they have a show and now they're on this show. It's like and we've been talking about being on this show forever. And I'm like always like Ugh. And, I, and like because I'm always like overbooking shit and trying not to have that six people on the show once. But fuck it, we did tonight, you know, and it was awesome. And like um, and I, I think it's just weird just full circle thing. Remember Mike's kitchen gathered around a certain plate, talking about everything. Yeah, yeah, we started seven businesses that night, and we, and, and yeah. we stuck with one. It was a different you know, time. And no, yeah, yeah, different. I definitely grew up since then too. But but it's like everything's like full circle. Like everything we talked about is happening, and like yeah. we have 
we still have 268 people listening to this this fucking mumble rant I'm doing, and and everybody else talking. It's like Hi. it's like this is this is the dream, guys. I mean, we we fucking made the dream. We just have to keep doing it. You know, it's like it's like it's like I don't know how the fuck I have a rock star as a co-host. That I mean, my my co-host, I looked up to that dude forever since I was like 16. Yeah, same and here. Like, yeah. And now like, like, uh, to be on with him tonight was pretty badass. Yeah. When Dick, when Dick uh, from Murder the Media was on your show, uh, he's like you can see the moment where he realizes who who that is, you know, who Sean is, and because uh, he knew he knew the song, you know, he knew his music, and and uh, like he texted me afterwards, like, dude, <laughs> I didn't know I was gonna be on yeah. with him. I'm like, yeah, Anthony, uh, Anthony pulls some uh, sail, you know. This, yeah. It's fucking, it's fucking This is the dream, though. This is we're in the dream right now. You know what I mean? This isn't yeah. the, this is this isn't the beginning. This isn't the end. This is like we're in the middle of the fucking dream right now. And and, and like and like that's what's important. And like and like what uh, Mike was saying earlier, it was just like 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 uh, you want everybody to succeed and stuff like that. I feel the same way. I feel like I have a dark sense of humor, but I feel like the same fucking way that overall I feel like I want more for people than they want for themselves a lot of times. And and I got in like some big argument last night about that. I'm, I'm like I'm like I'm like just like, and I think uh, Mike, you saw that too on, on fucking Facebook. I was I was like a. I was just like telling people being sober is not an accomplishment, being fucking losing weight is not an accomplishment. It's like, it's, like, it's like ground floor. And then ground floor is like the base of which you build accomplishment on. And people can't handle that because they're so used to getting fucking brownies for everything. You know what I mean? And like fucking like awards for no reason. And, and like and like maybe that's a dark way of looking at it. But I want people to know that. I want people to know that they, they can do so much better than they fucking think they can. Like I was a I was a fat piece of shit last year that I was worried about my heart problems. And I got like muscles now. I'm fucking like I'm running I'm running laps and shit. I'm running miles and shit now. You know what I mean it's it's like I went from being like a fat piece of shit to a to a to a chubby piece of shit, you know, in like a year. <laughs> yeah, like, man, I can confidently tell you that uh, you know, we wouldn't be a part of murder the media. Uh we wouldn't we wouldn't have a show. Uh wouldn't be doing it if we wouldn't have met you, you know, you, 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 uh, sure. you gave a, you talked about it like we were already doing it, you know, yeah. and, and, uh, you, you, uh, made it easy to transition into actually doing it. Well, thanks for having my back um, still, man. Thank, I, I mean, like, the fire you guys welcome me to murder the well, I appreciate that. And you got, you guys welcome me to murder the media and stuff. I appreciate all that, man. I appreciate like the. I just like everybody that that being a resource to me, you know, and I really appreciate that. And like, I try to cross promote as much as I can. I try to, I try to do as much as I can back and like that way I'm not like a burden or something. You know, I, I feel like I just, I like the collection of tribes we're kind of doing right now. And I mean, like there's, it's just, it's just getting crazy, man. Like, I mean, these are all of our dreams are about to just get bigger and bigger and bigger. So, so to me, and, and I, I had to, I had to trade everything. Uh, for this, and I, and I didn't think I was going to have to at first. I thought I, I thought I pulled a fast one and got away with it. Um, I, the things that I were afraid of happened after I transitioned, and you know, I'm in a, I'm in a part of my life to where I'm rebuilding, but I, I'm all about finding that core foundation, and it's not hard to find. Any of us can look in who we are. Anthony, you've always lived your core foundation. Like there's never been a divide between you and your core foundation. And, and that's why, that's why you're deadly, dude. I mean, I mean, you really are. And, and for me, for me, there was a great divide there. And, and I don't know how I was su successful all those years. I mean, I wasn't like uber successful or anything, but I don't know how I was so successful with that divide. But I always knew in the back of my mind that I had something that, that I couldn't tell anybody about that I was dealing with. and I I was externally aligned, but I was internally fucked. It was a huge internal divide versus who I was 
and who I was being. And, and I knew I had to confront it one day. And, and I did. And I confronted it. And then what happened is I became internally aligned. And, and go ahead and laugh, Carl. Um, I became internally aligned. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I became Second. internally aligned. Oh, and, and, I'm just okay. I became internally. No, look at the comments, Margaret. Like, I, I don't give a fuck. You are the hate facts. Like, you can't even put your real name on there. So, so <laughs> I became internally aligned. Oh, and externally, everything just became completely uh, obliviated, and that's fine because now we have, I'll we become have externally aligned. With internally aligned, and I'm going to line up, and I'm going to do great things in this world, and and have a great life, and I'm going to help other people do that too. I'm not saying I'm going to like I'm I'm my message is not just for transgender people. My message is for anybody that's not being them true selves. If you're if you're not true to your core, whatever that is and whatever that looks like, that's where it all starts. And and to me personally, I believe that our lives do not start until we get true to our core, whatever that is. I think, so, I think your thing was always out working everybody. Like you'd be up at like four in the fucking morning, like work out working still everybody. Up, yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll I'll four, yeah. I'm going to do the like fucking sleeps all day, smokes weed all the time, wakes up like noon. I'm like, I had a half asses it, you know? And, and, like, I, and, and not as much anymore, but I think like, I think your work ethics would set you apart. I think that's why you had like, you had these really big Texas groups and like people listen to your stuff. And like, I, I think that's what, I think what a blonde was. Um, what the fuck? Last week, a lady got sucked into a, a, a jet plane's engine. Like, what the He's true. Got, I, guess. I, I had a friend it's actually true. miss a flight because of that. That's a true story. Okay. I never heard this. Yeah. I don't know if I was no, being was, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not laughing because of that, by the way. I'm laughing at the, the other comment over there. So Which one? I, like, I don't care what people say. Go ahead and say whatever you want. The one that says get in line with a therapist, you whack job. So... <laughs> I, that, I was actually what, what's funny if you're watching this like i actually um asked, asked micah ahead of time if i could have a crude sense of humor and kind of like mock mock this a little bit and didn't give a fuck at all like, i actually appreciated that that sense of humor and, and I, i've known you since i was like i mean at least like 10 years probably way more than that i have to do the math i don't want to but uh probably like maybe like 2008? Probably 20 point, maybe like uh 2009? that's what i'm saying so you you've been my friend forever so i, I want to make sure that i was like not gonna not gonna be too ridiculous while still being funny you know i think that was like what i was about and I, and I wanted to make sure and you just like, I don't give a fuck to yourself. I'm like, deal, you know, like, and just be you. That's my message. Like, how could I tell anybody to not be themselves around me? Just fucking be yourself. I don't yeah. care. You know, yeah. be you. I'll be me. Don't, don't tell me not to be me. And I won't tell you not to be you. Like you have your personal freedoms. I have my personal freedoms. No, yeah, no, I definitely, I mean, yeah. My, my, yeah, no, it's crazy. Like, uh, I just think, uh, what the fuck? It has no place in her misogyny. <laughs> Wow, these comments are getting great right now. I almost don't even want to fucking get off here, but I feel like I, we should end the slow <laughs> point. We've already been talking for two hours, and I have to like fucking yeah. do some shit. But um, but uh, I, but I was gonna say like God bless all of you, and I appreciate you taking the time to watch this show to be on the show. Um, and uh, I, I appreciate you guys like taking the time to be on the stupid fucking cell phone podcast. And um, and then like I appreciate people even watching this. Otherwise, we'd just be delusional people talking over yeah. each other in, instead of fucking successful people talking over each other. You know. And I think Sorry, are, I don't. I don't take any stock in comments from somebody named Hate. So, well, that's not his real name. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, name. come on. That's his legal. His real name's what? He's the nice. His real name's Love Facts. But uh, anyway, yeah, uh, but no, thanks for watching, everybody. Facts. I'm gonna get out of here and return back to real life. It was a pleasure talking to my friends on this podcast. It's a crazy. It's a business strategy or a business plan, rather. 
um i i appreciate everything i'm gonna i'm gonna get the fuck off here and um god Have bless you Anthony.